Thanks for staying tuned to CITR. My name is Serena, and I have loved every minute of playing blues for you fine folks out there. Uh, that was Take Me to the Water by Nina Simone. Um, a great woman and an amazing musician and artist. And I'm going to play to send you off into podcast land as no one has come and I can't sit here and play music for another couple hours because I definitely could but uh, I have things to do and um, fights to watch tonight with uh, Ronda Rousey and Holly Holmes so uh, from Nina Simone to Ronda Rousey women have come a long way people have come a long way and I think this next song really speaks to what happened in the last couple days I want a little sugar in my bowl by Nina Simone because everyone wants a little sugar in their bowl and um, less war, more peace. sweetness down in my soul I could stand some loving oh so bad I feel so funny I feel so sad I want a little steam on my clothes maybe I up so they'll go What's the matter daddy Come on Save my soul I need some sugar in my bowl I ain't fooling I want some sugar in my bowl snuck in my room and got him and shut the door because I told you not to eat anymore. Why'd you eat so many? I love M&M's. I know you love M&M's, but now you're going to have a tummy ache. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. When I have a rumbly in my tummy, 
The only thing that makes me feel better is listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Why so sad? Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent. Thanks to sky-high gas prices, we can convince America that more drilling is the answer. High gas prices? Drill more. Prices still high? Try drilling in a wildlife refuge. We're off a nice beach. Our traditional energy resources are limited. Luckily, it's easy for students like you to conserve energy. Woke up late for class? Buy some time in the morning by taking a shorter shower. Cut down by one minute every day and save enough to fund your daily caffeine fix for over a week. Plus, you save on electricity and water. Install a water-saving showerhead to save even more. For more energy-saving tips, go to www.bchydro.com. This message brought to you by BC Hydro and CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Canadians are being bought and sold. We can no longer ignore this reality. Each of the 27 million human trafficking victims around the globe has a unique story. 80% of victims are women. 50% are children. This is not only a global injustice, but a local reality. It is happening right now in my community. We are asking you to take action today. Visit endexploitation.com. Get informed and take action. British anti-slavery leader William Wilberforce once said, Having heard all of this, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. Only question now is what will you do? Join us and help eliminate human slavery in Canada. TR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam Territory, in Vancouver, Canada. The following is a special pre-recorded episode of Mantra Radio.
awaken, rise anew. The golden dawn rises with you. The time is now. Awaken, transform through breath. Let yourself feel the eternal rhythm, the rhythm of the cosmos, the rhythm inside your heart. You are the cosmic chords, vibrating life force, living light, breathing, carved from the stars. You are the living prophecy. Breathe. Breathe deep in the center of your heart. There, there you will find a truth awaiting you in the silence you will find the key to remember who you are and open ancient eyes, eyes, eyes,
You are listening to a special pre-recorded episode of Manta Radio on CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam Territory in Vancouver, Canada.
Kamakshi Devyam Padavadra Trishtya Muka Swayam Muka Kaviritya Dasita Tadakurutvam Paramesa Jaye Tvatpada Mode Pranatam Dayadre Utishto Tishta Varade Utishta Jagadiswari Utishta Jagadadare Trailokyam Mangalam Guru Srinoshikachitvani Rudhyatamtam Rudhanga Beri Patahana Kana Vedadvanim Sistita Bosurana Srinoshi Badre Guru Suprabhatam Srinoshi Badre Nanushanka Gosham Vaitali Kana Madhuranjakana Srinoshi Matas Pika Kukudana Dwani Prabhati Guru Suprabhatam
Hanson is with the left arc. Moving the ball to her right. Harkins entry pass into the key. Stolen by Gordon. Fast break. And Gordon coast to coast on the left-handed layup. Off the window and in. Timeout. Timeout. I, 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 I bet steal. I, I bet turnover here on UBC. Kayla Gordon stole the ball. Drove, drove coast to coast. By far, uh, Kayla Gordon and, uh, and Ratcliffe there are leading... Uh, this comeback here in the third quarter for Trinity Western, who 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 who's now in, within four points in this game. It was, it was a big lead and it's now 41-37. A very different story that we saw here last night in the third quarter when UBC literally ran away with uh, 18-4 runs. Now Trinity Western is making the run. They're down just by four. Yeah, Tessa Ratzlaff scoring already four field goals and two free throws in this quarter alone to power the Spartans back into this game. Reducing the margin down to two possession spread when it started on a 12-point margin at the beginning of this quarter. Yeah, let's see what, what Coach Hoeven has to say to the team. Because, well, we got ourselves a ball game here. Give credit to uh, Trinity Western's head coach, Cheryl St. Jean, to give her team an inspirational halftime yeah. break, uh, discussing what they needed to do to adjust. And they've shown in this third quarter uh, they've got some much better level basketball than they showed in the first half. 
Adrian Parkin at the outside. The handoff to Shilpa Kana. Kana up top to Jessica Hansen. Left hand drive past Karkner. Blocked by Ratzlaff. Shot clock is still winding down. Kana. Pull-up jumper at the right side of the key. She knocks it down. Kenna knocks the shot down. Knocks the shot down, but Jessica Henson again, the rookie, led, led the team here in, the, in this offensive play. Ratzlaff, 101 against Parkin. Shoots a fadeaway right side of the key. It misses too hard off the win and rim, but Kara spots an indecisive with the pass. Waited too long to move the ball. Calls for travel. Oh, it's been a while since we've seen a traveling call in this game, which is very common between these two teams. We had four in the first half here, and we had and we had four last night as well. So yeah, another traveling call. I missed one of those here today. Uh, so another chance here for Trinity Weston here at this possession, trying to cut down the British Columbia six-point advantage. Tessa Ratzlaff, pass outside to Jesse Brown, cuts into the key. It's a finger roll layup. It's too hard. Rebound brought down by Spawn. Now Hansen relays the ball ahead to Kenna. Shoots early in the shot clock. Jump shot inside the right arc. Misses short. Rebound gathered in by Gordon. She didn't need to do that. Lots of time left on the shot clock. Yeah, that, that felt like it was rushed. And, well, Kenna, uh, she's a third-year third, third player, so uh, she should have known better. Three-pointer from the left arc is short off the rim and untouched by UBC players before going out of bounds. Yeah, UBC caught a break that they didn't score uh, off that last pass possession. 43-37 UBC, Charles Blanc leading the way. So here, T-Birds work again on a six-point lead at this possession. And hand-check foul charged defensively to Natalie Karkner trying to guard Jessica Hansen. Natalie Karkner, fourth-year player from Port Coquitlam. Uh, she's a 5'5", the 5'5 guard. S. Inbound play straight into the key, into Parkin, but her layup misses short. Yeah, she hit the lower part of the backboard. Yeah, not what you want. Under four minutes to go before the third quarter buzzer. Luca Schmidt moving the ball to her left. Offensive uh, loose ball foul charge against Trinity Western. Yeah, apparently that was called on Jesse Brown. Uh, yeah, Jesse Brown is actually. Uh, 13 foul. Uh, her third personal foul, Jesse Brown, offensive foul. She has six points in the game. And now the Spartans are in the penalty this quarter on fouls. Jessica Hansen into the key, left-handed finger roll. She looks close to this rookie. I mean, she reminds me of Jose Juan Barrera, the Puerto Rican guy on their side that sets the games on fire off the bench. Yeah, she's that type. Hansen's the second Thunderbirds player into double-digit scoring, but answered quickly by Tristan Ford. Tristan Ford for Trinity Western. The veteran. Her first points this game. Yeah, Hansen tried a three-pointer for the baseline and she missed. Spartan trying to cut down the Thunderbirds' lead of six on this possession and a yeah. collision there between uh, Parkin and Jesse Brown called on the defensive foul. Yeah, foul, foul, foul charge to Parkin. Uh, her third personnel foul. So for UBC, Jessica Hansen has 11 points, and Diana Lee is leading with 17. 
39, UBC. Asker Spartan is back on the floor, and Parsons leads. Luca Schmidt here for TW. The handoff to Ford. Kristen Ford looking for the pass. She has Karkner at the outside. Now the ball back with Schmidt. Ratzloff motioning in the key. Kristen Ford quick catch and shoot inside. Yarkett misses from the left side. Long lead pass. Lum ahead into Hansen. Kick out. Left, left arc with Diana Lee. Around the screen by Spun. Drops the pull-up jump shot at the free throw line. That confidence. She saw Sheriff Bloom wide open on the three-point line, and she took the shot no matter what, regardless. I mean, it's her night. 19 points for Diana Lee, who had 15 last night, who had 14 last night. Ratzloff hits the jump shot outside the free throw line. Inside and outside attack working yeah, for Ratzloff this quarter. But Ratzloff won't let this game go away. She had 17 leading leading Trinity Western scores. Entry pass into Spawn, trying to shoot the left-handed spin hook against Rassoff, it's short off the rim. They are still maintaining the double team on Spartan. Uh, and apparently it's working because she, she has only, she's yet to reach double figures. She has only nine points in this game. She hasn't shot the ball very much either. She's so far three of six shooting from the field. Yeah. Kristen Ford. Shot clock winding out and traveled anyway as Strich yeah. really had the tight to tight guard on her. Deja vu all over again. A traveling call here in this series. Uh, so substitutions on the floor. Uh, yeah. Chippecana here back to inbound the ball for UBC. Uh, Jamie Andrews Hilbert back for Trinity Western on the floor. Cheryl Blown leading the way for UBC. Ball in the right arc, Chopacana, a three-pointer off the rim, short. Offensive rebound gathered by Sturich. Diana Lee looking the ball to Canna. And the cut pass across the top, out of the reach of Cherublum and the turnover forced by Jesse Brown. Yeah, yeah, Cherublum couldn't control the ball and eventually she lost the ball in a turnover on UBC. 47-41 as we hit the final minute here in the third quarter. Uh, Luca Schmidt leading the, leading the way here for Trinity Western. Ball at the top of the arc with Luca Schmidt. Now Gordon shoots the jump shot at right side on the baseline. It's off the back heel of the rim and out. Rebound down to Stritch. Now Lum. Swing pass ahead to Canna. Entry pass into the Keisha spawn. That shot misses. Offensive wow. rebound. Put back. Made by Strew. Kara Spartan tried to try to layup, but she missed the ring. But Strewich was right there to get the rebound, hit the basket, and headed to the line for an extra three throw, which she misses. 49-41 UBC. Under 40 seconds to play in third quarter. Referee stopped the play with the Spartans early in the shot clock. I think it's another shot clock um, yeah. mistake by the official scoring time scoring table. They did not reset at the beginning of the Trinity Western possession, so now the referees have just corrected that. Exactly. Ball on the left arc is Jesse Brown, and now up top is Luca Schmidt. At the right arc, Andrew Stobart drives to the baseline, stopped up. Ball back 
Back out to Gordon. Now Lucas Schmidt shooting three at the top of the arc. Just misses wide on the rim and rebound untouched by UBC. They can hold for last possession here, can the T-Birds? 13 seconds. 13 seconds. Uh, they, they will do that. Uh, Jessica Hanson checks in to give more speed to the team. She checks in. Chupa Kenna checks out. Yeah. We'll see what the Thunderbirds can draw up for a coast-to-coast 13-second play. Diana Lee calling out Hanson to take the ball. Hanson swinging the ball to her right for Lum. Crossover dribble. Gets a right-handed long teardrop shot. It's short off the rim, and the T-Birds uh, saw their lead cut down from 12 down to 8 in that third quarter. Eight-point lead is a good one, not a safe one for 10 minutes left to play. Yeah. Uh, well, give give the opposition credit. Trinity uh, Western began with, they had to. I mean, they had, they've been struggling to get momentum since the second half last night. So, Ratzleff and Gordon came out on fire here in the third quarter. Especially Ratzleff. I think she scored 12 points that third yeah, quarter. Yeah, she, she had five points entering the, entering the second half. And now she has 17. So that's 12 points for her. Uh, well, Brown has only six points, but uh, she was the one, even though she's a forward, she was the one that was like, who was running the place to Ratzleff knocked down. So for UBC, UBC still Diana Lee too hot, not as hot as in the first quarter, but she's 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 compensating for the lack of scoring that fought on struggling tonight. She's being double teamed the whole game. So yeah. So Lee's compensating. UBC is still leading. This is a a game that that they can win. Uh We'll see what the fourth quarter brings. I like UBC chances here, but they'll have they'll have to play better. And the Spartans, I think, are struggling with uh, scoring from their bench. Uh, only two players have scored and not very many points. Kristen Ford has made a field goal, and uh, Jamie Andrews Stobart has made one free throw. Okay. So only three points from the Spartans players who've come in off the bench. Uh, I think the starting five may have some fatigue set in in the fourth quarter. We'll see if Trinity Western can get a more inspired effort off of the players who are able to come in and give their starters a little bit of a break. Yeah, you're right. And aside from Ratzlaff, no players on their team is in double, is in double figures. So we'll see. Jessica Hinsley here is right in front of us to inbound the ball to begin the fourth quarter. So let's see how the Thunderbirds play with an eight-point lead. Ten minutes left in regulation time. Fake move and a left-side drive. Easy lay-in by Jessica Hansen after she shook Jesse Brown. To put this game in double digits, uh, 51-41 UBC. Hansen up to 13 points scoring this game after that layup. Kayla Gordon, the ball to the top of the arc to Luca Schmidt. Now Jesse Brown in the left corner, step back three-pointer, off the rim short, rebound gathered in by Lee, long lead pass to Sparks, a fast break, Spotton's layup just too hard off the window. She's really struggled, even when she's not the most team in transition and fast break. Like that play, went through, she hit uh, hit, uh, the second chance point. So she's missing shots, but she usually doesn't. It it happens to every good player, an off night, but... Well, 
but UBC still leading though. Uh, that's the, the the good thing about that. Not hurting them very much. Tessa Rathlaff now working in spirits. Double team help comes from Spaughton. And the foul call just before that happened. Yeah, Defensive one. foul charged. To Kara Spaughton. Yeah, her third personal foul. So foul charged to Spaughton on consecutive possessions. UBC will substitute her out to protect her foul count. Uh, yeah, Adrian Parkey checks in. Double team up to the arc to force Clarkson to move. And now ball into the key. Rathlaff has her pocket picked by Diana Lee. Jessica Hansen. Hansen working on Jesse Brown again. The same drive down the left side this time. Makes the right-handed layup off the window and draws a foul. Good crossover here. Uh, fancy crossover here on the left side on the perimeter as she drove to the basket. That's and two possessions hit. in a row. Yeah. Jessica Hansen has burned Jesse Brown on the left side drive. And now she, yeah, and in that play, by the way, she got fouled and she hit the free throw. And she's at 50 points right now. 16. Five. Drive down the middle of the key and Jesse Brown answers back the finger roll layup. Jesse Brown, who's, uh, who's now just has only eight points in this game. She led the, their squares with 15. down the right side of the key, makes the bank lay in, drops the foul as well. Why, why pass the ball when you can actually drive and go for the basket, hit the basket and got fouled? Yeah, exciting drive to the basket here on three straight Thunderbird she possessions. Doesn't, she doesn't do very, that very often. She's not like Hanson, who's a driving-oriented guard. That's a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, so Lynn did that, and Chanel has five points in the game. Ratzlaff has an opening on the pass connected by Carter, and she hits the jump shot at the free throw line. Yeah, Tessa Ratzlaff now has 19 points in the game. And she passes a key steal by Ratzlaff. Jessica Hanson is trying to race her down the court. Ratzlaff makes the left-handed layup. 21 points for Tessa Ratzlaff, who can do it on defense, too. We just heads up to you. Game back to a 10-point difference. Ratzlaff is the first player into 20-point scoring after that layup. Cut pass into the key, connected nicely by Parkin into Hansen. She draws a foul on the layup attempt. Nice find by Adrian Parkin, by the way. She, she, she just... She saw Jessica Hansen under, underneath the basket, and uh, she made the right pass. And Je uh, Jessica tried the reverse layup, but got fouled, and she's now at the line. So she beats the two, three throw. So far at the free throw line tonight, uh, Hansen yep. has made five of six, now six of seven. Makes that seven of eight. But Two free throws, push the T-Birds back in front by 12. UBC playing, playing, good playing solid basketball here in the fourth for uh, despite one or two turnovers, but the lead is increasing. Luca Schmidt at the right arc. They're winning the quarter by four, by the way. Andrew Stobart, the pass into the key, meant for Rathoff, intercepted by Struich, and Lindqvist takes the loose ball. Diana Lee around the screen by Struich. Takes the pass back to Scrooge. Shoots the jump shot anyway. Hits that. Why not? Now she's, she has 21 points too. 
Harkner trying to shoot the hurry up three pointer short off the left arc. Thunderbirds out to a 14 point advantage here with Diana Lee's left handed finger roll layup off the rim too hard. Yeah. She wasn't looking on that play. Well, that would be a, that would be a really nice layup reverse uh, with left-handed layup though. But Luca Schmidt the holds the ball and shoots the three-pointer herself. She knocks that down. Yeah, she was wide open and then and then she waited. The defender wasn't coming and she decided to shoot and she hit the shot. Nine points game. 61, 11. Sorry, pardon me. Diana Lee in isolation against Luca Schmidt at the top. Kicks out to her right. Jessica Hansen, the catch and shoot three pointer, misses short. Lindquist on uh, a blind side hand on yeah. the ball to get jump ball jump called. Ball. Uh, this is Trinity Western ball, possession arrow. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Andrew Stobart was yeah. unsighted to Lindquist coming from her. Blind side and yeah. got the hand on the ball to force the jump ball. Cherry Blunt and Karen spot on are back on the floor for UBC. Uh, handsome left. And yeah. Ball to outside. Catch and shoot three pointer by Luca Schmidt. It's a way offline. Yeah. Well, can't hit all the time. She, she hit the last one and yeah, now that, she just. That was contested ball. quite tightly yeah. by Diana Lee, so right. that's a fairly low percentage shot for Schmidt to take. Five and a half minutes left in regulation time. T-Bird's playing from an 11-point lead. Here's Linkfist. Linkfist on the baseline drive, converting always, the right-hand lane. The rookie, Linkfist, she's always more aggressive in the fourth quarter. Like, last night she scored 11 points, seven in the fourth quarter. Oh, it was amazing. Andrew Stobart dishing off to Gordon. Gordon working against Diana Leeds. Left-handed spin move to the layup. It's short off the rim. Bottom, protecting the rim, got the defensive rebound. Adrian Parkin working against Ratzlaff, left-handed into the key, gets the leaning, finger roll the draw in. That was easy, she took, she took advantage of the mismatch, and she just finished with a left-handed mini hook. UBC up by 15. But, well, they increased their lead. They're it started at eight points uh, yeah. in this quarter, up to 15 now. So the Spartans, perhaps the fatigue setting into their starting lineup players, uh, they've not had much contribution from their bench scoring. That's uh, really what's hurting them. Still only one player in double figures. That's Ratzlaff with 21. After that, just Jesse Brown has eight. So. It's difficult when you rely just one one player uh, on this scoring on this scoring table to win that to win a game for you. As for UBC, it's well it's well balanced between Diana Lee and uh, the rookie Jessica Henson. Diana Lee has 21, and Jessica Henson has 18. Not too not bad for the rookie, the electric rookie. Not to mention her rebounds. Uh, yeah, the most exciting offensive rebounds we've seen in this game, uh, yeah. all from her. So the five, the, the five foot nine rookie, like, like just five offensive rebounds. So yeah, so we're halfway done here in the fourth quarter, and UBC has a 
a 15-point lead. They can start protecting uh, their lead. See if they use more of their shot clock to uh, use as much time as they can. And Trinity Western may be looking to push the pace even faster, shooting earlier in the shot clock than they have so far. Andrew Stobart driving to the baseline and contended very tightly by Lindfist. Ball dropped out at baseline, last touched by Andrew Stobart. Yeah, that's another turnover on, on CWU. They've had now 21 turnovers in this that's game. That's way too much for a basketball game. Giving way to UBC scoring 28 points in the very next possession off of that per turnover. Uh, you won't win as many basketball games committing the, those, those amount of turnovers. Bought the right arc is Diana Lee. Watched by Luca Schmidt. Lee. Dish across the chair bomb. Pump fakes and now shoots a pull-up jumper. Ah. Hits that at the buzzer. Beautiful pump fake. Chandler Parsons like and she hit the basket. Uh, 67-50. Four minutes to go in the fourth quarter regulation time. Andrew Stobart. A bounce pass to cut into the key. Or Jesse Brown trying to shoot over Cherublum with a tough shot, readjusted off the rim too hard. And now Parkin and a bounce pass into spawn, intercepted by Rasloff. She got her pocket to pick from behind, but not without a hand check foul committed by Cherublum. Yeah, UBC is up by 17 here. Uh, Cherublum just committed a foul. Her first, uh, her first first now foul. So the T-Birds right now playing with the biggest lead in the hat all game at 17. A good time to have a, the biggest lead. Luca Schmidt with some room to shoot the three-pointer at the top of the arc. It just misses short. Parkin moving the ball into the right corner of Linkfist. Dribbling to the free throw line. Kick out pass to Lum. Bon giving her a target, moving in the key. Now Lum switches to the right hand. Here uh, drop. Look at Cherublon. Decided to take the, the final minutes of the game, like to, to get on this party sheet. Nine points for her. She's got some moves in the key, moving side to side. Yeah, we've seen pump fakes, crossovers. We've seen it all in like in a minute and a half or so. Luca Schmidt on a handoff ball into Karkner. Natalie Karkner, three-pointer off the rim too hard. Now Parkin into the key. Bounce pass. And now Lindquist moving to her left. Lum, entry pass into Spaten. Back outside to Lum, three-pointer with an open space. In and out of the rim. Rebound contested for by Lindquist. And the ball bounces off of uh, Jesse Brown. Last touch last. I really thought Lund would 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 hit that three pointer. I mean, he's been hit everything lately here in this last minute. So, speaking of Lund, she's headed to the bench. She's a starter. Probably we, we won't see her tonight anymore. Uh, bottom is the only starter on the floor, along with Gannon. Offensive foul away from the ball. Charge to Kara Spaten. That was her fourth personal. We'll see if their team leaves her in there. There's only two minutes left in regulation time. 
they could start playing garbage time right now. There's no reason like to to still have the stars on the floor. 19 points. Kayla Gordon's jump shot inside the arc misses short. Lindquist takes the rebound and starts the next possession. And off ball to Spotten. Now Spotten looking to dish to Hansen. Hansen washed at the outside by Schmidt. Wachikowski cut pass into Canna at the baseline. Her layup is too high off the window. Offensive rebound put back made by Spotten. Well, she finally got in double digits today. Uh, even when she's even when she's struggling, she managed to get into double digits. Eleven points for her. Yeah, she's yeah. done that. Yeah. On four of nine shooting from the field. Double Bit of a quiet performance from her. Yeah. Left side drive, finger roll made by 30, Jesse Brown. 37 points altogether combining tonight and last night. That's pretty yeah, solid. That's a pretty good performance across the two-game series. That's pretty solid if you consider she was double teamed all night today. And also, when she got some good looks, she was missing an off night for her. But it's really given her teammate Diana Lee more room to shoot. I think Trinity Western on several possessions commit too early to double teaming Spawn and Spawn just quickly relays the ball back outside and Diana Lee is really capitalized. Yeah, she, was, her she was certainly in the beginning like yeah. to relaying the ball faster, but as the game went on, as the game progressed, she was relaying the ball faster and that's what you got to do when you're double team all the time. Yeah, Diana Lee, the Thunderbirds' leading scorer in this game, uh, 9 of 16 shooting from the field, hitting two three-pointers. And I think five of her field goals were individual one-on-one -on -one in isolation who just makes a right-hand to left-hand crossover dribble, stutter step back on a pull-up jump Gosh. shot. She knocked those down inside the arc quite consistently. Exactly. We are officially in garbage time here as... UBC has thrown all the reserves on the floor. A minute 22 left in regulation time. Chelsea Hamming takes the inbound pass, relaying to her right with Hansen. Entry pass intercepted by Jesse Brown. So, one minute left. Can already start recapping the game, right? Nothing's gonna happen. Kayla Gordon into the key against Wachkowski. Right hand spin move drops okay. the hook shot and draws the foul. Two points and a foul, but still a very comfortable lead for UBC. Kayla Gordon, who, uh, uh, Gordon now has eight points in the game. Can go nine. Finally hits her first free throw as well after missing the first three. Yeah, she played better than the scoreboard. It's true, but still not good enough to lead the team to a, even challenge UBC. Chelsea Hamming shoots over Kayla Gordon at the free throw line. Shot misses short. Rebound gathered in by Karkner. Pass ahead to Jesse Brown. Shoots over Chelsea Hamming. The shot misses. Offensive rebound and putback missed by Gordon as she goes falling backwards off balance. Shopakana on the left-hand drive into Tessa Ratzlaff onto the collision, and that's the foul drawn. 28 seconds. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm already gonna start recapping. So solid, solid wins for UBC. Who had a shaky start last week in the opening week. They lost both games to the University of Alberta. Pretty much, both games were the same story. 
in which uh, the game was fairly even uh, through three quarters. And in both games, Alberta had a had opening the, the first open the fourth quarter with huge runs and managed to win both games. A solid response here for UBC against Trinity Western with two solid performances. Uh, they weren't challenged very much uh, in these two games. Tessa Ratzlaff on the fadeaway in the key hits that to take over the leading score count over the game. That's a game high, 23 points as the final buzzer sounds. The Thunderbirds sweep the two-game homestand against Trinity Western University, winning tonight 73-57. Yeah, so UBC is now 2-2 two and, two and Trinity Western 1-3. So, uh, so in this series, UBC, last night UBC was got down by three points at, at, at one moment in the second quarter, and then Diana Lee hit a three-point shot, tied the game, and then UBC never trailed again. As for tonight, they started really slow. At one point in the first quarter, they were down by eight, but after that, um, UBC played solid basketball. They went a little cold in the third quarter, in which 22 Western made a run, cut their big lead to eight. But overall, tonight and in the series, UBC dominated. As now they greet the fans, throwing balls to the stands. It's good when you win, eh? It's really good. So for UBC, uh, uh, Diana Lee, 21 points, leading scorer. Jessica Henson had 18. Karis Fodon had 11. As well, I got one ball here under the table. Okay, uh, for yeah, 32 Western, Taylor Ratzlaff, she had 21 points, followed by 10 points by Jesse Brown, who scored 15 last night. And that was the story of the game. Uh, UBC, uh, specifically tonight, UBC was able to answer quickly when Trinity Western made a got their lead in the first quarter up by eight, so they had a quick response and managed to survive uh, throughout the game. All right, up next in week three in conference play, both Trinity Western and UBC will take onto the road. Uh, Thunderbirds into Saskatoon to battle the Saskatchewan Huskies in a rematch of last season's uh, conference championship game, while Trinity Western travels into Winnipeg next week, Friday and Saturday, to battle the University of Winnipeg Westman. So that does it for our coverage of women's basketball here at Court Cadet War Memorial Gym. Up next in about just under half an hour time, we'll bring you the men's matchup coming up, Trinity Western and UBC here at Court Cadet War Memorial Gym. For listeners tuned in to 101.9 FM, you'll be joined alongside with Olamide Olenayan back at CITR Studio A on the airwaves and for the uh, live stream audience tuned into CanadaWest.tv uh, you'll be just uh, waiting here on standby in the intermission break while the men's teams warm up here courtside at War Memorial Gym. Thank you. You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus located on the traditional unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people.
calendars discorder magazine's fall fundraiser is around the corner wander out of your multi-week post halloween stupor and directly into the astoria this november 19th for live performances by revered tv ugly mesa luna and late spring dj danny vancouver will have all night sets in between the bands with doors opening at eight tickets are only five dollars at the door before 10 p.m and ten dollars after Proceeds go towards supporting Vancouver's longest-running independent music magazine. Discorder needs your help to stay in print, so come on up for a night of sweet tunes and keep alt coverage of Vancouver and Canadian music, arts, and culture alive. Visit www.discorder.ca for all the details. Friday, November 20th at 7 p.m., come on down to Horse Records on East Hastings for Morning Coo's release party for her debut album, Baby Blue, featuring special performances by Tough Customer and number 213. Tickets are by donation, with all proceeds going to the downtown Eastside Women's Center. Check out Morning Coo on Facebook for more information. Why did you why did you eat the whole thing? Hi. You snuck in my room and got him and shut the door because I told you not to eat anymore. Why'd you eat so many? I love M&M. I know you love M&M's, but now you're going to have a tummy ache. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. When I have a rumbly in my tummy, the only thing that makes me feel better is listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here, uh... God, oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Oh. Everybody... God, this is awful. Well, I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up... Oh. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really topping the charts, pick up a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? <laughs> Why are so sad? Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. 
Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent of when you join Balloon Club, we guarantee that you will be able to make a balloon poodle within the first day. Here at the UBC Ant Club, we just like to talk about ants and compare ant farms. Uh, it's really cool. Paperclip Club is all about, well, paperclips mostly. At Blah Club, you can blah blah, blah 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 Explosions. There's only one club worth joining at UBC, and that's CITR 101.9 FM. We got free tickets to shows, whirly pops, professional help, and all types of audio engineering, passes to festivals, crazy parties, live band swag, all types of crazy people. Our programming manager rides a motorcycle. There's freestyle rapping, Nardwar, the human serviette, the vinyl and record libraries, Discorder magazine, free studio recording, and it sure beats the hell out of Paperclip Club, which is a thing that I just made up because I work at CITR. So come check us out on the top floor of the Student Union Building. We got all types of crazy shit for you to do. Or check us out online at www.citr.ca. Discorder Magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theater, Discorder lives. Favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theater. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder Magazine or at rickshawtheater.com. Ponderosa Festival presents Let's Build a House, a fundraiser for the victims of the Rock Creek Wildfire on Saturday, November 14th at the Imperial on Main with live performances by Kutapira, Leo, Dirty Spells, Andrew Judah, Mark Mills, and the Gay 90s. Help us raise $10,000 to rebuild a house for one of the families that was hit the hardest by the fire. Doors open at 8. Admission is by $20 suggested donation. For more information, visit us at ponderosafestival.com. Every second Wednesday of the month from 6 to 9 is Women in Korea Night at the Bike Kitchen. Bring your bike and give it some love in this safe and positive space for anyone who identifies as female or queer. Come learn how to fix your own bike with the help of a female or queer identified mechanic and volunteers. Plus, there's free pizza. Visit bikecoop.ca for more information. You've been troubled. Been broke, you've been hungry, no job, no money. The one you love has deserted you. That makes you blue. Got the blues? Just want to hear some blues? Tune in every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 for Code Blue, right here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver 
www.citr.ca, code blue. Blues ain't number man. Good man feeling bad. No, oh, wow. that's all that is. I faced it. I have Alzheimer's disease. My diagnosis has let me get on with my life my way. The more we learned about my grandfather's dementia, the more we could face the future and make plans. My husband Tom and I spoke to our doctor right away. I have Alzheimer's, but it doesn't have me. I faced it. So can you. For more information about early diagnosis, visit alzheimer.ca. are being bought and sold. We can no longer ignore this reality. Each of the 27 million human trafficking victims around the globe has a unique story. 80% of victims are women. 50% are children. This is not only a global injustice, but a local reality. It is happening right now in my community. We are asking you to take action today. Visit endexploitation.com. Get informed and take action. British anti-slavery leader William Wilberforce once said, Having heard all this, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. The only question now is what will you do? Join us and help eliminate human slavery in Canada. support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. What's so sad? Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three! 
Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show, Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent of Now repeat after me. Bugger off. Bugger off. Sod. Bloody. Bloody. Now put them all together. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Let's smash things up. Every Saturday, from noon to 1 p.m., listen to Generation Annihilation on CITR. 101.9 FM, UBC Radio, in Vancouver. Has mental illness or addiction touched your life? You might be interested in coming out to the Kaleidoscope, UBC's first and only student-created, peer-run mental health support group at the university's Vancouver campus. They offer a stigma-free place for people to share their stories with others going through similar experiences. The Kaleidoscope meets every week on Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. at the Center for Student Involvement in Brock Hall. Learn more at the-kaleidoscope.com. Interested in NGOs or the nonprofit sector? Want to teach in another country? How about a position in the commerce or engineering sector? Do you want to travel abroad and have a life-changing experience? Isaac UBC offers different internships for all kinds of specialties. We are looking for students interested in fields such as the HIV-AIDS pandemic, community empowerment, business administration, education, environment, and sustainability, and much more. If you're interested in working abroad or helping out on campus, please contact ubc.aiesec at gmail.com. That's ubc.aiesec at gmail.com. It's up to you. We're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy. And we're the only food club at UBC. We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsociety at gmail.com or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs slash food society or you can even join our Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Facebook group. When was the last time you had fun? Are you getting fat? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck. Or a big wreck. 
UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. The UBC Ski and Snowboard Club is a non-profit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Yeah. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips. Spencer, uh, a regular visitor to the uh, courtside here to talk with us at the beginning of the game. And uh, uh, first of all, Spencer, um, how'd you enjoy the football game this afternoon? Did you get a chance to watch it, first of all? I, I did, actually. It was a very exciting game. <laughs> and uh, really happy for the Thunderbirds to get into the uh, into that bowl game. It's great. Yeah, uh, another win, and they are uh, going to play in the Vanier Cup. Uh, so uh, I guess next weekend uh, against... Uh, I can't remember who they're going to play. I believe St. Francis it's gonna, I believe, Xavier. Yeah, it's St. Effect. Okay. Uh, they forced a lot of mistakes out of Calgary. You're going to try to do the same tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought we, we forced them to make a lot of mistakes last night, but, you know, we're really focused on ourselves. And I thought we, uh, we gave pretty much every hoop they scored in the first half were off our mistakes. It was nothing that they ran. It was nothing tricky. Um, just, you know, poor positioning on our part and, uh, you know, in some cases, um, lack of effort. Uh, getting out to the wings and denying, and, and uh, you know, offensively we were we were okay. Uh, I thought our big guys need to do a lot better job of being tough down low. Um, we gave up too many O boards, and uh, you know, I, this is a team that we can run on. Our big staffs just have to run the floor a lot harder than they than they did last night, and uh, we're going to get easy hoops. Well, first half you didn't have much problem. You ended up with a 20-point lead uh, uh, going into the locker room. The second half a lot closer. Uh, 46 to 41 in your favor, but still uh, a lot tighter ball game. Well, yeah, like I said yesterday, Trinity is one of those teams that plays best when they're when they're actually behind, when they're all playing kind of loose. And uh, you know, and those are the times that we can't take our foot off the gas pedal. We have to bury teams, and this is a team that we should definitely be able to uh, to handle. And we can't be satisfied with uh, playing even with a team like this, especially in the last quarter. We have to to finish games out and uh, do a much better job of of uh, taking care of business with teams like this. Well, your big guys seem to have, uh, you know, a pretty good time against uh, their two big guys, Hayashi and Vandervelde, and uh, both of them ended up fouling out. So uh, uh, you put them to the test. Yeah, uh, like they're they're two uh, two young guys, and and uh, you know they actually play quite physical despite the fact that they're uh, skinny freshmen. Um, and so you know we we. Uh, I just think we need to do a much better job on offensively, you know, in the post. I wasn't really happy with our, with our performance. You know, I hope they're not listening to this pregame chat here because uh, being described as skinny freshman, uh, I would take guy's offense seven, to that. Guy's seven foot one, <laughs> 190 pounds. That's that's skinny in my, in my book. Hey, I, I don't know, but I would take offense at that personally. <laughs> so you better watch it. They might come out with a, a re- renewed fire. Well, we got uh, some skinny guys too. So okay, but uh, um, your point guards uh, or your guards uh, playing pretty well uh, last night. Uh, their point guards, uh, you seem to. Uh, uh, handle what they were able to do as well. Yeah, Dean Ritchie had a, a, a good game last night. He's a good player. He's tricky. He goes both ways quite well. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I thought we took them out of their sets. Uh, we had them scouted very well, and our guys did a pretty good job of taking them out of their initial set. Um, but then we can't relax. You know, we relaxed a couple times, and that's when they scored on us. We took them out of their, their initial first, or, first or, or second look, and then we uh, kind of relaxed and, and got out of position sometimes. So, you know, it's it's been that way. Um, that, that's how basketball is. You know, you, you've you've got to uh, you got to take care of your own stuff and um, and make sure you don't give them any, any easy stuff on our mistakes. Yeah, one of the things I noticed last night is I've noticed in uh, uh, a lot of the games you got some uh, very good minutes for your bench players uh, last night, and these are going to be uh, I think more valuable as the season goes along. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams in our conference right now that are only playing six or seven guys, and we've been Fortunate enough, the last few games we've had uh, uh, leads so we can get our, our deep bench in. But, yeah, we're, we're playing you know, a nine-guy rotation right now, which is actually pretty good. Um, and that's going to pay dividends in the future for our, for our guys who are logging a lot of minutes. You know, uh, it's uh, one of the problems we've had the last couple of years is uh, overuse injuries, and we want to avoid that this year as much as we can. Okay, thanks very much, Spencer, and uh, let's hope it's an entertaining UBC win this evening. Thanks, Buck. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay. Spencer McKay, assistant coach with the uh, UBC Thunderbirds. As we uh, nudge closer to uh, to tip-off here at uh, the War Memorial, 
uh, Gymnasium. Uh, Trinity Western Spartans visiting last night. The uh, score was uh, 94 to 68 in favor of the UBC Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds had a 20-point advantage at the uh, at the half, and then cruised through the second half uh, to pick up their um, uh, second victory of the season. Their record is uh, two and one. Uh, Trinity Western, uh, 0 and three to start the regular season this year. Yeah, this uh, rivalry of uh Lower mainland schools, uh, I think, used to have a more heated intensity to this uh, perhaps maybe a few years ago when Trinity Western's basketball program was also a highly touted force to be contended with. But this season feels like more of a rebuilding year for them. Uh, Lots of new transfers to their team and uh, still trying to find a new identity to the team with uh, New head coach Aaron Muhich just recently having taken over the helm of the team uh, just at the beginning of the year. Yeah, certainly. Uh, As a matter of fact, that there there seem to be a great number of teams uh, that are doing uh, the rebuilding thing this year. Uh, We saw last weekend uh, Alberta, uh, which is uh, retooling after uh, losing their uh, uh, their entire backcourt to graduation and. well, uh, I guess one player didn't come back for unspecified reasons. I don't know what those are. Uh, the same thing is true for Trinity Western. Uh, they've got uh, a number of players uh, uh, that had either graduated or left the program last year. And as you mentioned, they've got a new uh, head coach. So there's a lot of that going around this year in the, uh, the Canada West. And I, I think it's going to make for a very entertaining year because we don't know what we're going to get from week to week. Yeah, the Thunderbirds' uh, conference schedule gives them two home series to start week one and week two, and they are on the road the rest of the way through winter break. The two weeks following this week, uh, next week they take on to Saskatoon to battle the Saskatchewan Huskies in week two three and week four to round out the 2015 calendar portion of their conference schedule they'll battle the University of Calgary Dinos at Calgary and and both of those teams uh, were expected in the uh, preseason preview at least uh, to be uh, very strong contenders for top spots in the in the Canada West Uh, Saskatchewan uh, they uh, are uh, are looking uh, pretty good, but uh, they're uh, also, uh, uh, i, I got to figure out what their record is. I had it here a little while ago, but uh, don't have it right now. But I, I believe... Yesterday they got trounced by the Vikes, 83-58. Yeah, that's what I was trying to, trying to find here. And um, Calgary as well, uh, they lost the game uh, to... Uh, the Bisons in overtime so the yesterday, Bisons in but overtime. they bounced back to beat Manitoba tonight to 90-87 in Winnipeg. So both of those games went into overtime, and Bisons and Dinos splitting the two games of overtime results. Okay, now that I finally got everything in front of me, uh, we, we've got Calgary with three wins because they won the previous weekend both of their uh, games uh, against uh, Winnipeg and uh, have split this weekend. Saskatchewan last weekend uh, lost to Manitoba and uh, uh, 
beat Manitoba, so they split uh, against Manitoba and then uh, got, uh, as you say, trounced by uh, Victoria. So uh, they are now 2-1 and one with the uh, same record as the UBC Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds starting five remain unchanged from yesterday's lineup. Uh, Andrick, Jensen White, Jalapur, Wagner, and Morgan. Uh, that starting five did wonders for them to open a big gap in the first quarter, and they never looked back from there. Yeah, essentially it's one of those things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, so they're going to trot out the same starting lineup. Uh, next, uh, the O-Canada o National Anthem before tip-off. Ready to do battle to round out week two in conference play here. Spartans in search of their first regular season win after three defeats, and the T-Birds looking to set their sights on the two-game sweep of their crosstown rival from Langley. Very balanced effort by the Thunderbirds last night uh, with uh, five players in double fig uh, figures and uh, 
uh, two more, scoring just under uh, the 10-point uh, the mark with, uh, with nine apiece. So uh, a, a very balanced effort, a very solid effort for the, uh, the Thunderbirds, and that is their strength this season. It is the depth that they have on the bench. The opening tip-off between the opposing post forwards, Matt Hayashi, seven-foot-one giant in the middle, against Connor Morgan for UBC. Hayashi wins the opening tip. Trinity Western's first possession to start this game. The ball up top with Dean Ritchie. Now the right side drive, finger roll, layup dropped by Lucas Manis. Not a lot of uh, help defensively there as uh, Ritchie. Uh, went baseline, streamed past the Thunderbirds. And a turnover at the left sideline. Ball with Jensen White. Uh, actually, it's called back on the uh, off-ball offensive foul charge to Connor Morgan. Connor Morgan pick, picking up his uh, first personal foul, the first uh, foul of the game. Dean Ritchie looking for a bounce pass with... Talanian cutting to the baseline. He dropped the ball out of bounds. Yeah, pretty good pass there, but Tanelian uh, uh, just not able to handle it. Thunderbird try again on this possession to get in the scoring column. David Wagner bagging, backing down Hayashi as the ball batted out of his hands. Now he just distributes to Jalapur. Back to Wagner at the right arc. Ball up top with Will Andrick. Gets past Tanelian. It's a good crossover move into the key, but his layup is short on the rim. Yeah, just couldn't grab, uh, just couldn't get over the rim. Kelvin Smith rescues the ball at the baseline, gets it to Tanelian. Now the Spartans recycle outside. Three pointer launched by Tanelian. A high rebound off the back heel of the rim and out. Still the T Birds chill by two after the Spartans open the scoring. And an out-of-bounds call against Will Andrick stepping out on the sideline with his non-pivot foot. So two trips down the floor and uh, nothing to show for it for the Thunderbirds. Trinity Western once again on this position trying to build on their 2-0 lead. Dean Ritchie at the left arc against Jensen White. Shoots the fadeaway jump shot too hard past the rim. Jalapur to Connor Morgan, the top of the arc. Stops up in the keys, a bounce pass to Jensen White, easily stolen by Dean Ritchie. Ritchie races the Spartans down the court, connects a good cut pass to Manis, makes a layup. Yeah, UBC just not executing very well offensively, and the coaches want to talk about this uh, because the Thunderbirds just haven't been able to, uh, to come up with anything offensively so far in this ball game. Yeah, four possessions and nothing to show for it on the scoreboard so far. While the Spartans on the last fast break have uh, added two more points to go up by four early. Thunderbirds looking a bit tentative. I, I don't know what the, the problem really is. They should be a little bit more uh, crisp uh, with their passing and their execution than they are. See what adjustments the team, uh, the home team, can make out of the timeout huddle. Uh, perhaps yesterday's fast and fiery start to the first quarter set uh, their standards pretty high, and they want to 
Make sure they can come out with similar amount of intensity tonight as well. Out of the timeout, we'll see what the Thunderbirds can come up with. Jordan Jensen-White at the left shark has a screen set next to him by David Wagner. The ball moved to Jalapur, shoots the three right off the catch, in and out of the rim. Offensive rebound gathered by David Wagner underneath two Spartans. Jalapur, swing ball to the left side, and another step out of bounds call against Will Andrick. That's twice that's happened to him now. Oh, man, the, uh, the Thunderbirds just uh, not seeming to uh, have their rhythm at all. Uh, we've got two step-outs uh, by Andrik and then uh, uh, a drive to the hoop that didn't uh, quite get there from, uh, from Patrick Simon. It's Kelvin Smith on a step-back fadeaway shooting over Dominic Gilbert. He drops that for the Spartans. Spartans pitching a shutout so far on the Thunderbirds, and we're three and a or two and a half minutes into this ballgame. Jalapur has a screen from Wagner. Jalapur hits his jump shot inside the left arc, going to the opposite side of the screen. Well, that breaks the ice for the Thunderbirds, and uh, hopefully that will get them back on track. Dean Ritchie into the key, loses his balance, kiss the ball outside for Tennille, and shoots a three right off of it. Drops that to the Spartans again. Yeah, Spartans playing with a bit of swagger out there right now. Uh, dead heart of the hoop. Their first three-pointer puts them up by seven. Jensen White into the key, trying to shoot the fadeaway. He's blocked by Hayashi, and a foul called potentially against TWU. Jordan Jensen White going to be stepping to the free throw line. Hayashi charged on the defensive foul. Have to uh, keep watch on the fouls on the two big men for uh, Trinity Western. Hayashi and Vandervelden both fouled out last night. Jensen White shot seven of nine free throws yesterday and on this trip drops both to close his T-Birds within five. Ball at the outside with Richie and now Kelvin Smith. Kick out pass to Tignolian. Back the ball out to Smith and now Dean Ritchie. Trying to get past Patrick Simon into a double team now. Jalapur gets his hands on the ball and causes a traveling violation against Ritchie. Yeah, good crisp passing by uh, Trinity there, uh, but uh, a great defensive play by Jalapur to get his hand on the ball and force Ritchie to take a couple of steps. Jalapur spots the ball this time. In fact, Jalapur now entry pass into Wagner. Spins to the right-hand hook. It leaves it short on the rim. Second time the Thunderbirds have come up short. Ball to the left arc of Tenelian. Hayashi returns the handoff. Now Tayashi outside the left, left side of the key. Drive into the key by Kelvin Smith. He dropped the finger roll off the window. UBC with health defense there, but it didn't seem to matter as uh, Kelvin Smith uh, found himself uh, an open shot and connected. Dominic Gilbert cuts into the key, switching to the right hand. Draws the foul on the collision into Hayashi. He'll go to the free throw line. Gilbert had nine points last night, a key part of the UBC offense. Uh, uh, tonight, we'll see if him coming off the bench will 
uh, provide a little bit of, uh, of spark for the Thunderbirds. Gilbert is a rookie import from Sydney, Australia. Six foot six forward. Showing some uh, good versatility to his game, both perimeter shooting and driving the ball. Second free throw is good to bring the home team within six. So the Thunderbirds scoring more from the charity stripe than they are from the field. Uh, three from uh, the charity stripe and uh, one basket. Yeah, that one was sunk by Jalapur on a jump shot. Calvin Smith's outside jump shot misses. Jensen White into Patrick Simon's baseline drive with a spin move. Makes the layup count off the window. That was just a great move by uh, Patrick Simon. Uh, spinning around, getting a uh, an opening at the hoop. At the outside, Tanelian drains a three-pointer. Back at the other end, though, Trinity Western responding every time UBC is able to put some points on the board. Trinity Western gets some as well. Ball with Jensen White outside the right arc. Crossover moves. Dishes out to Jalapur. Catch and shoot three-pointer. He knocks that down. Jalalapur, or Jalalpur, rather. I keep adding that extra syllable in there. Uh, the top scorer for the Thunderbirds. He's got five. Cut pass, beautifully connected into Tenillion. Just beat his defender, and that was Dominic Gilbert. Uh, got a good step on him, and the pass was just perfectly placed. Yeah, Dean Ritchie with that nice assist. Jensen White, catch and shoot three-pointer from the left corner. Loose ball, collected down, and putback is made by Patrick Simon. Well, Simon adding a lot of energy to the uh, Thunderbird offense there. Uh, very tenacious going after that rebound. Tied at 14-all with back-to-back -back Thunderbirds possessions scoring field goals. Kelvin Smith shoots an extremely long three outside the arc. He drains it. NBA three-pointer. Um, actually, I think it was a different area code. That puts the Spartans up by five. Bounce pass into Zahari. That's tipped out of bounds by Matt Blackaby. Yeah, Trinity Western not allowing UBC anything easy. They're uh, getting hands on the ball. Uh, they're knocking it away, not allowing UBC to uh, to really set up and uh, and get into a rhythm. A.J. Holloway into the game for the first time off the bench for the T-Birds. And he'll redistribute the ball back to Jensen White. Zaharievich in the key. Makes the spin move work with the right hook, shooting over Vander Velden. Uh, Luca there isolated inside the paint. Vander Velden gathers the pass, swings the ball to his left, into Richie. Richie calls for traveling. Richie uh, pleading his case to the referee, saying... Uh, that a Thunderbird got a hand on that ball and tipped it so it wasn't traveling. Uh, steal contended for by Matt Blackaby, but he collided into A.J. Holloway in the process, called for the foul. Yeah, a little bit of a pushover. 
as Holloway went to the hardwood. British Columbia trailing Trinity Western by five with three minutes to play before the quarter break. Jalapur, the high right-handed teardrop shot on the baseline. It's short off the rim, rebounded by Blackaby. Loses control, the ball racing ahead of him. Jensen White and Blackaby went to the floor to gather the ball, and now Eliasson in the key, catching the pass, and draws a foul. Yeah, a lot of people on the floor hitting the uh, the hardwood there. It looked more like the uh, Thunderbird football game earlier today. Could be a shooting foul drawn by Sebastian Eliasson. Uh, newly into the game off the bench. He's a foreign recruit out of, out of Ballarope. Denmark. It's the farthest uh, any international recruit has come to play basketball for Trinity Western on their roster this year. Taking a page out of the UBC Thunderbird playbook there, uh, Br Thunderbirds bringing in people from uh, Australia and uh, Stuttgart, uh, Germany. Second free throw ball for Eliasson. Makes good on that to bring the Spartans in front by seven. 21 to 14 in favor of uh, TWU. High scorers Smith and Tanelian. Smith with seven, six for Tanelian. AJ Holloway at the arc. Dishing off to Jalapur. And now Andrik working against the license. There's a baseline swing pass into Holloway. Knocks down Blackaby. Calls for the offensive charging. Yeah, a, a little bit uh, better defense tonight from Trinity Western. Blackaby in particular on that play. Uh, really agile, getting himself in front of Holloway uh, to draw the charge. Bit of a half-court press off the inbound play, but the passing play connecting to Allison gets the Spartans across midcourt. Eliason dribbling against the Harrier and bounce pass. Misconnected with Peter Spangel. Just the wires crossed going the wrong way. Yeah, uh, Eliasson expected to uh, just pass the ball to him on the right, but uh, uh, Spangel uh, deked over to his right, and uh, the ball went out of bounds. Andrik dishing off to Holloway. Now Connor Morgan back to Holloway. Shoots right off the catch. He knocks down the tray. UBC bench coming to uh, the Thunderbirds rescue here as Holloway drains the triple. T-Birds cut the Spartans lead down to four. And a steal here by Connor Morgan against Blackaby. Fast break ahead to Holloway. And his layup just off the window too hard. He's fouled in the process by Spangel. Almost a jailbreak there as the Thunderbirds were uh, headed uh, quickly up court as they saw Connor Morgan uh, make that steal. Good job by uh, Trinity to, uh, to get people back there and prevent uh, an easy basket by Holloway. His second free throw will be recalled after a uh, bit of a Discussion at the official scoring table. I think Trinity Western had a little bit too early brought in a player on a substitution before the referees were ready. So the second try for A.J. Holloway's free throw counts. 
Jess as well. The free throws by Holloway draw the T-Birds within two. Richie cut fast, sharply connected into Spangelli, misses the layup underneath, and the ball out of bounds off the sideline. Last touched up by Blackaby. That was a great pass by Dean Ritchie into uh, the baseline there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, his partner on that uh, was not able to, uh, to hold on to that. Otherwise, it would have been spectacular play. Connor Morgan shoots a three-pointer from the last arc. It's off the rim short. On this possession, Spartans working on a two-point lead. Dean Ritchie, a bounce pass, spot into Spangal again, this time too hard out of his fingertips. Well, Trinity Western seems to have found something they can exploit with the Thunderbirds because they're uh, crossing people in at the baseline and uh, hitting them with, uh, with bounce passes. Holloway around the screen by Wagner into the key. His teardrop shot misses. Second putback chance off his own miss. Just short on the rim, but he draws another foul. Good effort by Holloway there. His first shot coming up uh, uh, just a little bit uh, short. And, uh, but he was still able to follow his shot in, uh, get the rebound, and was fouled. A.J. Holloway is trying to shake off a bit of a struggle in the game yesterday when he played uh, 16 minutes off the bench, missed uh, all three of his field goals, and scored just two points at the free throw line. Tonight showing already a much better inspired performance. Makes good on the two free throws to tie the score at 21 all. Manis moving the ball through the last to Eliason. Bounce pass across the key to Manis. Hits the jump shot off the catch right away. That had to go through an awful lot of bodies. Cut pass into the key. Jensen White into Wagner, stolen by Manis. Racing Holloway down the court, blocked by Connor Morgan. Jensen White settles the pace down a little bit. Seavers can hold her last possession to end this first quarter. Ten seconds left on the clock. The ball is Wagner. Bounce back outside to Holloway. Pump fake, now steps inside. Swing ball to the right side for Andrek. Shoots. Three-pointer at the buzzer, knocks that down. Well, after a slow start, the Thunderbirds uh, find themselves uh, back in the lead as they hit the final basket of the quarter to lead 24-23. to 23. Will Andrick uh, finishing that one off. Good time for him to get on the scoreboard, knocking down his first field goal. That tray puts the T-Birds in the lead by one. Give you an update of other Canada West Conference men's basketball scores from around the conference. Uh, earlier, we reported the final score out of Manitoba, where the Calgary Dinos beat the Bisons in overtime 90-87. A final score reported in from Edmonton. Alberta Golden Bears on their home court uh, bounce back to knock out the Westmen from Winnipeg 84-63. And four other games in progress uh, currently in Calgary, Mount Royal University Cougars battling the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack in Kelowna. UBC Okanagan Heat are battling the Northern BC Timberwolves in Victoria. Vikes and Huskies of Saskatchewan. They're just tipping off 
in the first quarter and in Abbotsford, Fraser Valley Cascades are up against the Grant McEwen Griffins in Abbotsford as well. Well, as we said, a bit of a rough start for the Thunderbirds. Uh, trailed uh, almost the entire quarter, uh, except for the last, I'd say, half second of the game or half second of that quarter where Andrik uh, was able to nail uh, a three-pointer to put the Thunderbirds into the lead. Uh, the Spartans had a high scoring from three players in that first quarter. Uh, Daniel Vartan Tanilian led the way with eight points, uh, while Kelvin uh, Smith added seven, and Lucas Manis contributed six as well. Uh, clearly a big three showing in that first ten minutes of play from the Trinity Western side. For the Thunderbirds, uh, Holloway off the bench is the leading scorer with six points, and uh, Jalalpur next uh, with five. Thunderbirds start second quarter on possession here, just as it was a one-point lead, a swing ball right to left, almost intercepted by Smith, but recovered, and now the baseline drive, Andrik on a reverse left-handed layup, leaves it short on the rim. Barton Tanelian racing the Spartans down the court, dishing to Kelvin Smith, shoots a three, knocks it down, shooting over Jensen White. Spartans hitting a very high percentage of their shots. Jensen White, heavy collision into... Matt Blackaby into Kelvin Smith, rather, drops the layup and draws a foul. Yeah, hit the floor pretty hard there and uh, is trying to shake a little bit of the cobwebs out there, but uh, he's fine as he goes to the charity stripe for a uh, chance to make it a three-point play. Jensen White. Free throw, two bounces on the rim and out. Defensive rebound gathered by the Spartans. Richie feeds the ball across the court to Tanili and his three-pointer off the back heel of the rim and out. Holloway with an exciting crossover dribble, left hand to right, makes the right-handed layup off the window. Holloway with eight points, UBC shooting a fairly sizzling six, uh, 50%. Uh, but that uh, doesn't match the 64% that uh, Trinity Western is uh, is shooting at. Yeah, Spartans having made 10 of 16 field goals so far to start this game, including four three-pointers. Another Spartan bounce pass in the, the paint, this time going off of a, a Thunderbird out of bounds. There's a baseline inbound play for Dean Ritchie. Seven seconds on the Spartan shot clock. The ball outside to Calvin Smith. Working against Jensen White. Loses control of his dribble a little bit. Dishing off to Tenelian. And the shot clock expired before Tenelian can get the ball away. UBC defense there preventing the Spartans from getting a shot at the basket. The Thunderbirds have scored the last two possessions to take the lead, 28-26. Holloway, swing ball into Jensen White, tipped out by Tanelian at the sideline. Holloway directing some traffic as he calls out the offensive play. Some fancy dribbling to give himself room away from Manus. Now Andrik into the key, shoots on the run, knocks it down. 
UBC starting to draw away from Trinity Western. Andrick's second field goal of the game puts the T-Birds up by four. Kelvin Smith inside in the key on the right-handed layup. It's too hard. Andrick feeds the key into Connor Morgan, showing <laughs> intention to dunk the ball, but he's fouled hard. Well, it was a bit too far out to really dunk the ball. Uh, I, I think the intent there was just to uh, uh, give it a, a little bit of a, a jump hook uh, to go in. Uh, but uh, he was hammered quite, uh, quite heavily as he went up for that shot. Uh, Trinity Western uh, getting their money's worth if they're going to be charging a defensive foul. Last two whistles on their defensive fouls, all extremely hard collisions. Yeah, as you said, you might as well get your money's worth. Second free throw ball from Morgan is through to serve the Thunderbirds ahead by six. Dean Ritchie at the outside of the arc makes a pump fake and the handoff pass to Kelvin Smith. Shoots a fadeaway jumper over Andrick. It's too hard off the hoop. Rebound down to Connor Morgan. He dishes off to Jalapur. Bounce pass entry into Simon. Patrick Simon calls for double dribble. Turnover for the Thunderbirds, but uh, you know, so far Thunderbirds uh, taking care of the ball reasonably well. That's their uh, eighth turnover uh, so far in this game as compared to six for uh, Trinity. Dean Ritchie shoots inside the right arc over Jensen White. The shot is short on the basket. Rebound down to Simon, and he sees Jalapur. Simon's pass intercepted before it reached Jensen White. The steal by Dean Ritchie, racing Simon down the court. Patrick Simon has to commit the foul. Another turnover by the Thunderbirds. Just as I say, they were uh, doing a reasonably good job of taking care of the ball, at least of, of late. Uh, they turn the ball over again. Yeah, they're up to nine turnovers already in this game. Yeah, we had a flurry of turnovers by the Thunderbirds, some uh, steps on the line, some passes out of bounds right at the beginning of the ball game, and that was the bulk of their turnovers. But uh, in between, they had been pretty good. Dean Ritchie is a third-year wing playing for... Trinity Western recruited out of Spokane, Washington. Last played for Spokane Community College. Spartans makes the offensive rebound off the second free throw miss. Shot clock is winding down for them here. Down to three seconds. Pull up jump shot from Lucas Manes. Trying to beat the buzzer. Misses the rim. Just nowhere to go for Manes there. He had a blue wall right in front of him and uh, only had uh, a few seconds to put up a shot had to hoist one from outside, way outside. That one, nowhere close. UBC leading by five after the lead was cut down just by one after the last free throw by Trinity Weston. A three-pointer drained by Patrick Simon. And that for UBC is 19 points uh, from their bench uh, as opposed to only two uh, for Trinity Western. The bench coming to the Thunderbirds' rescue. The fourth tray drained by the T-Birds in this game as well. Here's a defensive foul charge to British Columbia away from the ball. Infraction against Patrick Simon, his second personal foul. 
We talked about this earlier. The yeah, strength of the Thunderbirds, definitely their bench. Is, uh, like I said, uh, uh, they've been uh, playing some great ball for the Birds in, in this game. The inbound play taking too long to happen from the Spartans' offensive baseline. And Richie's called on the five-second inbound violation. Again, UBC, great defense there. Just did not allow Trinity Western an open player to pass the ball into. Six minutes, 20 left in the second quarter. Aliyu converted on a layup in the, in the air by Jensen White. Jensen White uh, making good on that alley-oop lay-in to put himself up to six points scoring. And timeout called by Trinity Western. Well, UBC has now got a double-digit lead, 37-27. to 27, And uh, uh, just, uh, just a few minutes ago, uh, the, the score was tied. So uh, uh, UBC asserting themselves as, uh, as this quarter rolls on. Yeah, and the bench scoring, as you mentioned, Doug, that's really rescued them in the second quarter. Uh, 19 of UBC's 37 points uh, by players who did not start this game. Yeah, it, it is outstanding the way uh, the parts are interchangeable with this uh, Thunderbird squad. Uh, you can bring in a number of, uh, uh, of players. They seem to know their role, and they seem to know how to... Uh, execute what they need as uh, uh, as what is needed by the team. Patrick Simon off the bench, a perfect three for three shooting from the field for seven points and AJ Holloway of course off the bench as well. Two for three shooting and four free throws. Thunderbirds have to get back quickly off a full court trap but uh, Hayashi trying to make a dunk off the baseline move is fouled by Jensen White. Go to the free throw line. Hayashi, no points so far in this ball game, but he does have two personal fouls. So we're going to have to uh, watch uh, how he uh, plays the rest of this uh, second quarter. Matt Hayashi is the tallest player on the floor between either team. A local recruit out of Langley. Seven foot one, he's a slender giant out there. We won't call him skinny because we think there might be some sensitivity to that. Makes good on the second free throw. Jensen White at the left arc, the bounce pass across to Connor Morgan, shoots the three right away, knocks it down from the top of the arc. Well, Thunderbirds look like they're going for the jugular. In that case, uh, Connor Morgan left all alone at the top of the arc. Uh, if, if they're going to leave him alone like that, he's going to hit a bunch. Morgan's first three-pointer puts the T-Birds up by a dozen. Offensive foul on a loose ball, fighting for an offensive rebound. That will be charged to Sebastian Eliason. Taylor Brown uh, for the Thunderbirds, having just checked into the ball game, uh, making his presence felt by drawing that charge. Jensen White, now the bounce pass to Morgan. Entry into the key to Zaharievich. Working against Hayashi, kicks out to Brown. Now Morgan drives in from the top of the arc, shoots over Rogers. He knocks down the jump shot on the run. Connor Morgan uh, with uh, seven points in the ball game. UBC has a 42-28 lead. 
That's the biggest lead they've held all game at margin of 14 points. Dean Ritchie on the kickout pass. He has Spangel, shoots the three-pointers on the left side. Shot misses. Hayashi's offensive rebound and putback misses as well. Shalapur dishing off to Morgan. Shoots the three right away off the arc. And it's too hard off the hoop. Rebound down to Ritchie. Driving in Jalapur. Called back on traveling against uh, Dean Ritchie. And the Spartans will use their last remaining timeout as well. Uh, stone Cold second quarter on the Trinity Western side. They've added only five points all quarter. While the Thunderbirds have surged ahead to lead by 14. Yeah, the Thunderbirds uh, looking pretty good after uh, what I would describe as a as a pretty rocky tentative start there. Uh, they just didn't seem to, uh, I don't know, uh, have a feel for the game. It just wasn't uh, there within their grasp. But uh, certainly in the last few minutes and most of this second quarter, they seem to have uh, asserted themselves and feel very comfortable out on the floor. They've made the most of their uh, free throw shooting as well so far this game. Nine attempts at the free throw line, making good on nine of them. That's uh, an improvement over their seasonal average already. A big flip-flop in the uh, field goal percentages. Uh, uh, just minutes ago, Trinity Western was shooting at a 64% clip. Now they're down to 43 and a half, and it's the Thunderbirds who are shooting uh, just under uh, 61%. So uh, uh, a big turnaround for uh, the Thunderbirds. Yeah, their field goal shooting is uh, 14 for 23, having largely improved on that after a bit of a cold start to open the first quarter. Taylor Brown, a three-pointer, misses too hard off the back heel of the rim. Eric Rogers races him down the court, makes the layup. Jalapur pushing the pace. Yes, as well. Starts into the key, makes the right-handed finger roll. Yeah, Thunderbirds wasting no time getting the ball up the court. Uh, Jalapur uh, going uh, essentially coast to coast. Offensive foul away from the ball. This one will be charged to Peter Spangel. Four team fouls on Trinity Western. One more, and uh, UBC will be in the uh, the bonus for the rest of the of the quarter. And there's uh, just over four minutes remaining in this first half of action. AJ Holloway back onto the floor. Is he still the UBC's leading scorer at nine points? Uh, Kelvin Smith is the leader among all players with 10 so far. Holloway, the pass outside to Morgan. Entry pass into the key, Zaharievich. Outside to Brown. Morgan again goes back in the key for Zaharievich. Spin move to the right hook. Yeah, Zaharievich, uh, great play there. Sealed off his defender. Uh, got the pass and uh, just spun to his left. Banked it off glass. Referee stopped the play for safety precaution. There was some loose debris on the floor that uh, Kevin Hansen off the EBC bench that just noticed and took off the floor surface. Good balance scoring for the Thunderbirds. As you mentioned, uh, A.J. Holloway still the leading scorer for the Thunderbirds with eight. But Jalalpur, Morgan, and Simon all with seven apiece. Jensen White with six. 
Barton starting this possession with the entry pass in. And back outside to Rogers, making, trying to make one more relay pass, drawing a defensive foul against Connor Morgan. Yeah, UBC bailed him out there because uh, that was uh, just a, a really light ticky-tack foul that you really got to stop uh, from uh, committing. Wagner and Andre come in to replace Brown and Morgan off the UBC bench. Morgan with two personal fouls right now, so he'll probably uh, sit the rest of the uh, the rest of the quarter. Also with two personals, Patrick Simon for the Birds. Inbound play here for Trinity Western. Dean Ritchie, a lob pass outside for Blackaby. Dishing outside to Daniel and shoots off. The catch right away drains another tray. Yeah, straight through the heart to Nelian with 11 points. Barton to Nelian's third three-pointer of the game. Bossy outside with still with Jalapur. Around the screen by Wagner. Cuts the ball inside to Zaharievich into the key. Missing the right-hand hook shot. But uh, Blackaby last to touch the loose ball off the... A rebound. Said it before, I'm really impressed with the improvement that uh, Luca has shown this year. Dean Ritchie steals the inbound pass, racing Andrek down the floor, dishes off, and the follow-up lay-in made by Blackaby. Good steal there by Ritchie. Baseline drive here by Holloway, looking, seeing the ball on the pass, and it's kicked out at the baseline by Vander Velden. Jensen White takes over guard position, relieving Jalapur. Andrik at the right corner. Bounce pass to Wagner. Left-handed hook shot, drops it in. David Wagner with uh, his first points of the ball game. Uh, Dean Ritchie spotting the lead pass, unsighted to Patrick Vandervelden, who is looking the wrong direction. And the Spartans uh, turnover count uh, mounting up to 10 on that um, mistake. Jensen White at the top of the arc. Working against Rogers, drives into the key. Puts up his own miss, putting it in for two points. Uh, that's what I call great hops by yeah, Jordan Jensen White there. Missed the shot, hopped up, got the rebound, banked it in. That surges the T-Birds ahead by 15. Rogers, the bounce pass into Blackaby, shoots over Holloway, hits that from the left side of the baseline. UBC up 50 to 37, uh, a minute 45 remaining in the uh, first half of action. Jensen White from the left corner, back outside to Holloway, across to Andrick, working against Vandervelden, into the key, into a double team. Blocked by Vanderbilt in the loose ball straight to Wagner and makes an easy layup. Yeah, look what I found, and uh, I think I'll put it in the hoop. Matt Blockett, he steps inside the left side of the arc for the long jump shot. Missing short on the hoop, rebound down to Zaharievich. A.J. Holloway spots the lane all the way down the right side of the key. Layup misses too hard. Again, the Thunderbirds getting up and down the court very, very quickly. 
Lockaby driving into the key against Holloway. Holloway be charged on a defensive foul here. Almost a travel there by uh, by Blackaby. Yeah, he's stretching his strides pretty long, holding on uh, the right hand onto the ball. Uh, wholesale substitutions uh, for Trinity Western as Allison and Kelvin Smith uh, are getting ready to check in. Allison not yet, though, as uh, Smith did uh, get the okay to check in. Second free throw here for Matt Blackaby, the fourth-year guard out of Pitt Meadows, Maple Ridge. Thunderbirds lead, stays at 14. Jalapur dishing out to Andrik. Now Jensen White from the right corner. Back up top to Andrik, swinging to his left to Jalapur. David Wagner shoots a three-pointer over Smith. It's short off the front of the rim and out. Richie moving the ball ahead quickly to Tenelian. Smith, bounce pass outside to Richie. Dean Richie redirecting the traffic in front of him. Now Blackaby. Vandervelden to Smith. Ball at the outside. The shot clock is winding down. Richie with an outrageously long three-pointer short off the rim. Ten seconds left before the halftime buzzer. Thunderbirds hold for last possession. Jalapur working in Blackaby. Dish out to Jensen White. Three-pointer, two hops on the rim and out. But... Uh, much better second quarter effort from the British Columbia side. They pull out the lead of 14 points into halftime, leading 52-38 over well, Trinity Western. Well, David Wagner had a chance to tap that in just before the buzzer went off, uh, but uh, was essentially blocked out uh, by the defender. So uh, uh, UBC goes into halftime with a, a comfortable 52-38 to lead. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, Assistant Coach Vern Knopf uh, joining us momentarily. He'll have uh, a chance to uh, talk to us about the slow start by the Thunderbirds and uh, what they had to do to adjust and uh, regain the lead. Joining us now, Vern Knopf. And uh, Vern, slow start uh, by the Thunderbirds. Uh, what did you guys have to do to uh, adjust to, uh, to Trinity Western's uh, uh, play tonight? Uh, it, was just, it was just raising our compete level. Um, I think the guys just came out a little lax today, just called the beginning, and, uh, and it showed. Uh, you know, we, I thought we did a good job moving the ball on offense, but uh, when, we, uh, when we did miss, our transition defense was lacking a little bit. We had some miscommunication on defense, and that's where they got the early lead. I think they had 20, 23 points on us in the first quarter, which is way too many. Um, did a little bit of better job in the second second quarter, um, but we're still missing some assignments. Uh, not recognizing uh, certain players. Um, Calvin Smith to be one. I mean, shooting the ball really well. It's on the scouting report that he shoots a lot of threes. Uh, good shooter as well as uh, Vartan. Um, you know, we got to do a better job of recognizing where they are on the floor and make sure we're uh, challenging their shots. Yeah, a lot of turnovers by the Thunderbirds to uh, to start the ball game. Uh, a couple of times uh, stepped on the uh, on the sideline. Uh, another time, uh, just a, a pass uh, out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, no excuse for those. It's just uh, undisciplined turnovers. Um, it's something we've talked with Will uh, during during the course of the year. Uh, 
He's done it a few times early in the season as well, stepping out of bounds. It's just it's a straight lack of focus. Um, and then a couple lazy passes again, just uh, not focusing and uh, not coming prepared to play. And that's where uh, Trini got out to their, uh, their early lead. But uh, I thought we did a better job of uh, protecting the ball in the second quarter, minus the last couple possessions. Uh, so hopefully that will continue in the second, uh, second half and we can uh, make another run. Well, uh, like the Cavalry at the end of a movie, it was your bench coming to the rescue. Uh, at one point, uh, your bench was outscoring them 19-2. Uh, at the end of the uh, first half, it's 21-9. Uh, You've got a very deep bench, and I guess you got to be thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's actually one of the first things Coach Hand said, the first couple possessions. He said, some of these guys aren't ready. Let's go to the bench quick. And uh, sure enough, uh, we brought in, actually Phil got off to a good start, but we brought in A.J. Dominic. Uh, Luca came off the bench and did a great job, and he's just getting—he's uh, getting more more confidence. He's getting in shape, and uh, he's, he's he's providing us uh, good energy and uh, good possessions when he's on the floor. So, uh, extremely happy with uh, with our bench uh, for all, other than other than one game this year, they've been uh, really uh, a blessing for us. Well, your defense, uh, as the game wore on, uh, did tighten up. Uh, at one point, uh, Trinity Western was shooting about 64 percent. And you guys were down at around uh, still a sizzling 50%, but uh, uh, that certainly changed uh, at the end of the uh, first half of action. 54% for the Thunderbirds, 48% uh, for uh, Trinity Western. A big turnaround. Uh, pretty good defense, I would think you want to credit for that. I mean, it was better. I mean, that's the difference between uh, contesting shots and not contesting shots. First quarter, they were getting wide open jumpers. And second quarter, we started doing a better job of challenging, get a hand in their face where you know, if they can't see the hoop, get a clear path, then it's a tougher shot to make. Even at 48% shooting for them, still too high for our liking, uh, liking to be down under five, 35% if we can. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll uh, build on that for the, third, for the second half, especially the third quarter. Okay, thanks very much, Vern. Uh, have a chat with your guys in the locker room then. Will do, thanks. Vern. Okay. Vern Knopp, uh, assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds, as we... Uh, uh, take a look at the, the score sheet here. Uh, high score for uh, Trinity Western is Barton Tanelian with uh, 11 points. Uh, he's followed by Calvin Smith uh, with, uh, with 10 points. But uh, certainly the Thunderbirds uh, uh, showing some really balanced scoring across the board here. All right, we'll head into the halftime intermission break here courtside at War Memorial Gym. Uh, you're tuned into live coverage of Canada West men's basketball. Uh, for those of you tuned in to the live video streaming on CanadaWest.tv, you'll just uh, be on standby here courtside. And for the audience listening on CITR 101.9 FM, you'll be joined by our uh, host in the CITR studio, Olamid Olanayan, for a little bit of a score update on other UBC varsity teams in action on this Saturday. Stay tuned here. Our coverage of Canada West Conference basketball continues after this. so sad. Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show, Lady Radio. 
featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary, basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent. Howdy, folks. We're the Bitter Weed Drawn. This is Zach from Black Red. Hi, this is Audie from Broken Bones. Hello, Vancouver. This is Carolyn Mark. I'm Water Cronkite. This is Dan Mangan. Hey, this is David Pepke from Denmark. This is Dylan Oslik from Slingshot. Hi, this is Dick Valentine from Electric Six. Hi, everybody. This is Fred Penner on the Radio Waves. This is Fred Schneider. This is Colin from GBH. Hi, this is the Green Up Inventors. Hi, this is Beth Dillow from The Gossip. Hi, this is Brian from Hellshock. This is Scruffmouth the Scribe. I'm Shani from Inepsy. This is Sab Gray from Iron Cross. Hey, we're J plus J plus J. This is Jack Mercer from Jack Mercer and the Whiskey Bandits. It's James Wood. Half of Mega Bear. This is Jerron Paxton, American musicianer. This is Swami Bill and the Shameless Weed Hounds from New Orleans, Louisiana, east of the Mississippi. Hi, this is John Boutte from New Orleans, Louisiana. This is Jesse Laborde. I'm Peter Mansbridge. Hi, this is Ron McLean of Hockey Slash Movie Night in Canada. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, also on the web, CITR.ca in UBC, University of British Columbia, in Vancouver, Canada. Have our people contact your people, won't you? The UBC Ski and Snowboard Club is a nonprofit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members, as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips. Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of Indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily, at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take-home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. And you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, come to you live from unceded Musqueam Territory here in Vancouver. Uh, you're listening to uh, the sports recap for uh, the Thunderbird, the UBC Thunderbirds. Uh, right now, the basketball teams are playing. The women's just won in a game where uh, they won 73-57 to 
to uh the to Trinity Western Spartans, and now we are in halftime for the basketball game against the Trinity Western Spartans. Um, going into uh the other T Bird games, uh, the men's soccer uh lost one zero to uh York uh in a battle that was uh uh very very tightly contested. Uh, both teams led on. Uh, the scores, um, goal, goal leaders, and uh, saves. Um, but in the end, in the penalty shootout, the uh, York won. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, but the women's the women's have uh, moved on to uh, the semifinals after beating Sherbrooke at uh, the uh, David Sidhu Field, uh, Thunderbird Stadium. Uh, they defeated Sherbrooke 2-0 um, with thanks to goals from Amri Barar in the 21st minute and uh, a goal from Jasmine Danda in the 37th. Um, the game went uh, very well for uh, the UBC team. Uh, they had two, there were yellow cards for both teams, a uh, yellow card for Sherbrooke uh, in the 67th and yellow card for uh, UBC as well from... Um, Marie Evie Jack and uh, Jasmine Mander um, and yeah we uh, had uh, shots were uh, actually very very um, almost on the same level actually uh, actually no the, uh, the Sherbrooke actually led with uh, 16 total shots on goal and UBC had 9 shots on goal uh, but for saves, UBC had more, uh, having to defend more uh, for Sherbrooke with their 11 saves total as compared to Sherbrooke's six. Um, and yeah, the the volleyball teams are also doing pretty well, except the men's team. Um, the women's uh, beat the uh, the um, Winnipeg, University of Winnipeg Westman uh, in a game that they won 3-1. Uh, and uh, that, that's in four sets. They defeated uh, the Westmen in four sets, and then the men actually lost to uh, the Westmen uh, 1-3, uh, four sets uh, where the Westmen uh, successfully pushed out the T-Bird. So tonight we'll uh, have a chance to see if the UBC team uh, can split the weekend with the Westmen and we can see also if the women's volleyball team will uh, successfully uh, take both games of the weekend. So uh, that's it for uh, the Thunderbird uh, sports recap. And uh, we'll be back with the basketball game in a few minutes. All right. the last time you had fun are you getting fat do you have any friends well you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck or a big wreck ubc wreck is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences continue your fun active and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event more details at recreation.ubc.ca We're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy! And we're the only food club at UBC. 
We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsociety at gmail.com or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs slash food society or you can even join our Facebook group. Interested in NGOs or the nonprofit sector? Want to teach in another country? How about a position in the commerce or engineering sector? Do you want to travel abroad and have a life-changing experience? Isaac UBC offers different internships for all kinds of specialties. We are looking for students interested in fields such as the HIV AIDS pandemic, community empowerment, business administration, education, environment, and sustainability, and much more. If you're interested in working abroad or helping out on campus, please contact ubc.aiesec at gmail.com. That's ubc.aiesec at gmail.com. It's up to you. Has mental illness or addiction touched your life? You might be interested in coming out to the Kaleidoscope, UBC's first and only student-created, peer-run mental health support group at the university's Vancouver campus. They offer a stigma-free place. Western uh, in the third quarter here is Smith, three-pointer. That draws the Spartanson 11. Jensen White into the key. It's an off-balance layup. He is a bit puzzled why there wasn't a foul called as he took a collision in the key. Tenelian. And the bounce pass outside to Smith. Shoots the three-pointer over Connor Morgan. Drills another tray. Kelvin Smith uh, sort of taking it upon himself to drag the Spartans back in this ball game. Back-to-back three-pointers by Trinity Western to draw an eight. Morgan, left right side drive, trying to shoot over Hayashi. That shot is off the rim too hard. Into the key, Lucas Manis. That's a driving finger roll layup. He's fouled on the way in. Good aggressive take to the basket by Lucas Manis. Didn't get the shot to drop, but he will go to the free throw line and the chance to uh, extend what is a 6-0 run for Trinity Western. Manis at the free throw line. He's a second-year guard majoring in psychology. Local recruit in the Fraser Valley area out of Chilliwack. Manis makes good on the second free throw to put the Spartans within seven. Andrik from the arc, swinging to his left to Jalapur. Now the swing ball to the right. Morgan relays to Andrik. Now Jensen White into Jalapur. Three in the key called against Connor Morgan. Yeah, Thunderbirds passing the ball well across the uh, arc there, uh, but uh, a little bit of uh, timing mistake inside the key by Connor Morgan. Spartans trying to cut down a seven-point margin here on this possession. To Neilian, to Ritchie at the left arc. Dean Ritchie. Watched by Jensen White. Shot clock is winding down. Shoots a three. Too short to make the rim. Ball brought down by Jalapur. Connor Morgan from the top of the arc. Back to his right to Jalapur. Hands off to Jensen White. Dishes back to Jalapur. Shoots the three off the catch. Rebound gathered in by Smith. 
UBC again, a slow start to uh, the second half of this ball game. Smith and off balance, did move into the key, but loose ball on a steal by Mattis. He sets up Smith for another quick jump shot. That misses as well. UBC getting lucky there as uh, Trinity Western not able to make their shots. Andrick dribbling into the key, backs out the ball to Morgan. He hands off to Jensen White. Crosser move now into the key, kicks the ball out to Andrick. Open look at the three-pointer from the left corner and shot. Two bounces on the rim and out. Yeah, still no joy for the Thunderbirds to start the second half. Kick ball deflection on the pass. Andrick forcing that ball out of bounds. Had enough juice on it. Uh, would have been good if it was a field goal attempt. Yeah, straight into the corner of the Spartans bench. Knocked over a chair. Substitutions here from the UBC bench. Let's see this altered lineup of now Dominic Gilbert and A.J. Holloway into the game can shake things up. Richie, the entry pass into Tennille and shoots over Holloway, bounces in off the window. Make it a 9-0 run for the Spartans to start the third quarter. They're within five. Dominic Gilbert here from the left side. More, Connor Morgan relaying to Holloway. Entry pass into the key, stolen by Dean Ritchie. Racing Holloway down the floor. And Lucas Manis picking up the loose ball. Trying to make a layup. Uh, drop the ball out of bounds. The refereeing crew have to confer to make sure they got the uh, out of bounds ruling correct. And it's deep back to UBC ball. Jensen White here holding at the left arc. Up across the top to Holloway and now Gilbert. Around the screen by Connor Morgan. Entry pass into Simon. Double teamed. The play is whistled down on a defensive foul. Simon in amongst the trees. They are not able to uh, get a shot off or pass the ball out. Uh, but he was contacted, so there's a foul on uh, Hayashi, that's his third personal. Holloway across the top to Jensen White. Now catching two three-pointer by Dominic Gilbert. Two bounces on the rim and out. Stone cold shooting from the home team continues. Again, UBC cannot buy a basket as that one uh, went out. And we're just waiting for the uh, the referees to uh, to sort everything out. It's going to be uh, Trinity Ball on the end line. Yeah, the TWU team can uh, continue building on a nine nothing run on this possession. They've managed to close the Thunderbirds' advantage that started at 14 at the beginning of this quarter down to five. Dean Ritchie kicks out the ball. Hayashi hands off to Smith. He's guarded by Gilbert. Right to left, crossover into the key. Kicks out the ball. Manis gets the ball back to Smith on a pump fake. Long jump shot from Smith misses. And a defensive foul. Loose ball on the rebound charge against UBC. Yeah. Thunderbirds uh, not able to get a good position for that uh, rebound.
That's A.J. Holloway picking up his third personal foul. Him and Connor Morgan with three apiece for the Birds. So a little bit of a change from last night where it was the, the big fellas for Trinity Western in foul trouble, and one of them still uh, is. But uh, tonight, a couple of Thunderbirds in uh, foul trouble. Inbound play to the left side of the baseline, shooting right off the catch of Vanderveld, and his jump shot misses. Jensen White here from the left arc. Into Wagner, left side of the key. Trying to make a post move against Matt Hayashi. Hayashi called him defensive foul. Well, if it's Hayashi, that means it's his fourth personal foul, and it is. He's going to have to take a seat. Barton Sprench will bring back in Sebastian Eliasson to take over for him. Inbound play here for Dominic Gilbert. Makes the swing pass across to Jalapur, and now Patrick Simon driving into the key. Lost the ball on his way up into the air. And a steal by Dean Ritchie. Jalapur racing him down the court. Good drop step move by Dean Ritchie to avoid Jalapur. Makes the land. Yeah, just a great steal there, and he ended up finishing it off himself, taking it the length of the court. There's a foul away from the ball defensively to Sebastian Eliasson. Very quickly, the Spartans team fouls building in this quarter. They're already up to four, one shy of the penalty limit with five and a half minutes still to play in this third quarter. And what was a 14-point lead for the Thunderbirds coming into the quarter has now been reduced to just a three-point lead as uh, Trinity has scored the first 11 points of this quarter. Yeah, UBC playing the first four and a half minutes without adding any points. Inbound play straight to Patrick Simon makes the lay-in. UBC really needed that, and again, it's players off the bench that are coming to the Thunderbird rescue. And lob pass into the key, stolen by Jensen White as he picks off Dean Ritchie all the way coast to coast on the layup. The shot missed, but Patrick Simon cleans it up on the putback. Patrick Simon gets his fingers on a cut pass to the left side as well, and it's out of bounds off of his touch. Checking back into the ball game, Lucas Manitz uh, for uh, Trinity. He's got seven points so far in this ball game. He'll make the inbound play to Calvin Smith. Returned bounce pass through the screen to Vanderveld and a good look away pump fake. Vanderveld makes the layup. Completely fooled the UBC defense and an easy bucket for Vanderveld. Jensen White across the top of the arc, making the turn now, backs out the ball to Jalapur. Around the screen of David Wagner, right to left, crossover dribble into a left-handed layup. It's short off the rim. Rebound down to the Spartans. Kelvin Smith. Trying to drive past Patrick Simon and shoots over Jensen White. Loose ball. Trying to rescue from out of bounds was uh, Dominic Gilbert, but just stepped on the baseline with the ball. Smith losing control of the ball on the dribble there and uh, ended up having to put up an off-balance shot that did not go. His inbound play for Manis. Has Vandervelden handing the ball back to Manis. Has it outside the left arc. Screen pass into Eliason. Back to Mana. Shoots off the catch right away. Three-pointers off target too hard off the loop. And rebound down to Jensen White. 
Offensive foul away from the ball just before David Wagner gathered the entry pass into him. UBC's up to 14 penalties as well. The next foul for either team will put them in the penalty. Chance now for Trinity to uh, extend their streak. Uh, so far, it's a 13-4 run. Ball at the top of the arc with Blackaby. Outside drive around Jalapur. Kicks out to Balti Elias and shoots off the catch right away. Three-pointer short off the rim. Spartans have missed their last three attempts at shooting three-pointers. Patrick Simon shoots the three from the left arc here. That misses in and out of the hoop. Didn't take enough time to set up a good play there. Uh, Simon from the outside almost made it, but uh, not really a good ch uh, choice for a shot. Lucas Manis shooting from the top of the arc. That long two jump shot was short on the rim as well. Both teams into a bit of an offensive lull here the last five possessions in a row. Jensen White from the left arc, watched by Manis. The bounce pass into Zaharievich under a triple team. His layup is too hard off the window. Still like what they tried to do there. They tried to get the ball inside in the paint and uh, get the uh, short bucket. Ball at the outside with Matt Blackaby. Now Rogers. Eric Rogers driving into the key. Off balance is... Layup is short off the window after he collided into Zaharievich. Ball with Jensen White. Across the top, a catch-and-shoot three-pointer from Dominic Gilbert. Misses short. Offensive rebound gathered by Jensen White. T-Birds have another chance at this possession. Again, UBC trying to uh, shoot their way back in this from outside. I think they've got to work harder to get inside. Patrick Simon's three-pointer outside the arc misses as well, so... All for not. Two chances at that possession. They settle for perimeter shots. Neither go in. And at the other end of the court, it's uh, Trinity Western attacking the basket and uh, getting good results. Matt Blackaby, a good left hand to right hand switch on the layup. Draws a foul as well, and T-Birds call timeout. I mean, it's what we saw in the first loss uh, against Alberta. Uh, UBC got terribly selfish and, uh, you know, just were trying to shoot from the outside all the time. Uh, they didn't want to put in the work to attack the basket and, uh, and, and get the gritty points. Uh, I'm seeing the same thing over the last few possessions here. Yeah, a cold start for the Thunderbirds in this third quarter. That saw what began as a 14-point advantage dwindle down to it could be as little as two points following this next free throw here for Matt Blackaby. 56 to 53 in favor of the Thunderbirds, uh, but uh, it looked like they were going to be uh, comfortably heading home, uh, at least uh, based on the uh, first half uh, score, uh, which gave them a 14-point cushion. We'll see what adjustments the Thunderbirds came out of their uh, timeout huddle. I'm sure the coaches are telling them, uh, hey, you got to work harder, you got to attack the basket, uh, you got to uh, put in the effort to, uh, to get the results. Two minutes, ten seconds left to play in the third quarter. UBC trying to snap out of a cold third quarter shooting streak here, having added only four points since halftime. Dominic Gilbert drives into the key on a 
falling away. Shot hits in off the bank. Great ball movement there uh, by Dominic Gilbert, putting it on the floor, getting to the hoop and banking it in. That puts the T-Birds up by five. Three-point on a catch-and-shoot by Eliza, and that's too hard off the rim and rebound down to Holloway. Gilbert from the right corner. Open look at the three-pointer. It's too hard off the back of the rim. Rebound tapped out by Andrik out to Holloway. Second chance at this possession. Gilbert from the right arc. Around the screen of Zaharievich. Now Holloway relays the ball to Andrik. Cuts into the key. And defensive foul charge against Trinity Western here. So that's going to put UBC into the bonus. And it will be Andrik at the line uh, shooting two. So now Trinity Western into the penalty. Five team fouls this quarter. It'll be uh, free throws the rest of the way on each of their subsequent fouls until the quarter break. Second free throw from Will Andrick is through to surge the home team ahead by seven. Thunderbirds able to uh, reestablish the lead and uh, just looking quickly at the stats here, uh, UBC's shooting has uh, gone down to 44% dead even with uh, Trinity Western. So uh, UBC making some poor choices and decisions offensively, not getting good shots at the basket. Vanderbilden kicks out the ball to Smith. Jari's back in, blocked by Zaharievich. Fast break, UBC, Patrick Simon dishing off to Holloway. Inside dish, back to Zaharievich, open lay-in. Holloway finding himself underneath the basket, can't get a shot off, just dishes it back to Zaharievich, who's trailing the play. Thunderbirds finding some rhythm here. They established now in a nine-point lead. Turn around, fadeaway jump shot by Vandervelden. Offensive rebound. Manes makes the putback and draws a foul. Manes pretty pumped about making that shot. It was a great effort after being fouled. He got the shot off, and uh, that will also put uh, the uh, Spartans into the, the bonus situation if there is uh, another foul. Only 38 seconds left in this quarter, though. Manis converts the three-point play on the charity stripe, and that holds the Spartans in six. Trinity Western hanging around here after uh, dragging themselves out of a deep hole. This is not something the Thunderbirds want. They want to be able to put these guys away. Kick out pass in the left corner. Jalapur catching two three-pointer. He drills it. Still an outside shot by the Thunderbirds, but uh, made all right because Jalapur made it. That's the second three-pointer hit by Jalapur in this game to put the T-Birds up by nine again. Last possession here to end the third quarter with the Spartans. Lucas Manis working against Jalapur. Fadeaway jump shot on the run. Nails that one. Some hard-working effort by Lucas Manis, the last two Trinity Western possessions, and they're able to keep pace with UBC. And overall in that quarter, they closed down what was once a 14-point advantage on the home team side, down to nine. And Thunderbirds really had to rebound off of a outrageously cold start that went the first five and a half minutes without scoring anything. And 
added uh, 12 points, 15 points the last four minutes. Well, the Thunderbirds uh, seem to have uh, a little bit of um, trouble shaking off the rust at the beginning of the game. Uh, you would have thought that that wouldn't have been the case coming out of the locker room at halftime, but uh, yeah, it was exactly the, the same thing. With a cold start by the Thunderbirds uh, both times, put them into trouble, but now uh, they're, they're drawing away after the, uh, their uh, lead had dwindled to a mere three points. Yeah, the Spartans doing a better job of taking care of the basketball. Well, Thunderbirds lost uh, possession in that third quarter by, I think, seven times uh, in that quarter. That's seen them uh, now ahead on the turnover count, 14-12, to 12, having lost the ball a couple more times than Trinity Western has so far in this game. Well, there was a, a period in that uh, third quarter there that UBC for whatever reason, wasn't willing to put in the work. Uh, they were settling for outside shots, and uh, that just doesn't seem to uh, to work very well for them. Uh, it's getting the ball inside the paint and, uh, and, and getting those points to count. Uh, points in the paint still in UBC's favor, 34 to 24. Uh, rebounding in uh, favor of UBC, 30 to 25. Bench point still 29 to 13, so it's the bench that's doing a, a real bang up job for the birds tonight. So the Thunderbirds will start the fourth quarter on possession, holding a seven point lead. The score clock has suffered a bit of a malfunction, I think. Uh, they'll need a correction on that. So a slight delay here as they're. Uh, Trying to re restart the clock. Wonder if they may have to bring in those electric paddles uh, from the <laughs> operating room and just going jump <laughs> start the yeah yeah the Daktronics electronic scoreboard here. Having a bit of a malfunction that's holding well, yeah, up. Well, yeah, but it, it is certainly in the favor of the Thunderbirds as the score now is 197 to 58 in favor of the Birds. I'm uh, not sure what the official scoring crew did <laughs> in the quarter break to mess up the scoring counts. Last well, I'm, I'm read sure the Thunderbird coaching staff appreciates it. <laughs> I'm not sure if they need that much help to win this game. Home uh, court advantage shouldn't be that instrumental to winning the game. And now the official scorekeeping table will just power reset the entire system, see if they're able to uh, find the cobwebs and get the functionality back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, are there some uh, Russian judges at the <laughs> uh, scoring table right now? We've had some odd... Malfunction to the um, Daktronics time and scorekeeping system here at War Memorial Gym. I think only a few seasons ago, the shot clock had this really strange bug where it kept sounding the buzzer when the shot clock hadn't expired. And I think for a couple weeks in a row, one shot clock was completely malfunctional at one end. So uh, one of the teams for an entire half would have to play their offensive possessions without ever knowing what time was left on their shot clock. So uh, War Memorial Gym, it's a building that's getting on in an age, and uh, 
time and scorekeeping system just the same as well. Yeah, I think they've got the uh, uh, the score correct now. It's a question of, yes, the shot clock has now come back on. A little bit of comic relief here at uh, the aging War Memorial Gymnasium. It's the oldest gymnasium venue last in the entire Canada West Conference of University teams that still hosts the volleyball and basketball team sports. And I guess it will continue on like this for a few more years until there's renovation plans to build a new gymnasium. High-low passing play, Morgan into Wagner. Yeah, good job by the Thunderbirds, recognizing the opportunity to get the ball into Wagner left side. British Columbia up by nine after that score. Kelvin Smith, three-pointer from the outside, misses too hard off the rim. He and the rebound ball contended for by David Ryder, just able to reach it before Dean Ritchie had a jab at the ball. And now Jalapur into Wagner, left side of the key, double team, gets out of it to Jalapur. Swing ball to the right side, Holloway, pump fake. And the right-handed teardrop shot off the backboard, back to himself, and he misses the putback as well. Oh, it's tough luck. It was a uh, great fake to uh, be able to drive into the basket, got his defender up in the air. Penelian into the key, his shot is blocked by Jalapur, makes the putback though. Parted in seven, Holloway hustling down the court, makes a starting right-hand drive and a finger roll lay-in. Uh, just found a very small crease, but that's all he needed to get the ball to the hoop. British Columbia back, back in front by nine. Tenelian swinging the ball to his left to Richie. Richie calls it traveling, put his dribble down too late. Well, a much closer game than last night's game. Uh, certainly Trinity Western, uh, I... I don't think you can call it jet lag because they're only coming in from Langley, but uh, uh, they didn't seem to uh, be all on the same page last night after playing the Thunderbirds uh, uh, once. I think they've uh, f sort of found their rhythm this evening. Entry pass into Connor Morgan. He's blocked from behind by Hayashi. The ball out of bounds at the baseline. Hayashi's got to be careful, though, because he's got uh, four personal fouls. Inbound play to Morgan. Shoots the three-pointer right off the catch. He drains it. UBC lead back into double ditch at 72 to 60, a 12-point lead. Dean Ritchie, the ball outside for Tenelian. Back to Ritchie. And now Hayashi. Faces up against David Wagner. Looking for a pass now. Dishes off to Vandervelden. Vandervelden stops up. Handoff play to Tenelian. His shot was blocked by Jalapur. Loose ball came back down to Jalapur. The referees agreed that it was a shot clock violation first before out of bounds. Yeah, lucky for Jalalpur uh, as he did step on the line. But you are quite correct. The shot clock did expire as UBC's defense was all over them like a coat of paint. That helped to protect their 12-point lead on that possession. Now they... Get back on the offensive side of the floor. Entry pass into Wagner again. Converts the finish off the feed by Connor Morgan. Hey, Ashy in there couldn't really attack that uh, pass inside uh, because he's got uh, he's on the the brink of uh, fouling out. And the bounce pass entry into Hayashi there, just missing his reach, and the ball out of bounds. So Thunderbirds 
open the fourth quarter with some inspired play to pull out their lead up to 14 points on back-to-back scores. Jensen White from the right side of the arc. Faces up against Dean Ritchie into the key. Kick out pass to Jalapur. Three-pointer off the catch. Shot misses high off the rim. Defensive rebound brought down by Vandervelden. Now Tenelian. The ball swung across off the top to Ritchie. Tenelian. Touch pass inside to Hayashi. Misses the layup. Defensive rebound by Andrik. Jalapur at the left arc, signaling a little bit of traffic. Wagner shoots off the pass, connected by Morgan. That jump shot misses wide left. UBC with uh, still a 14-point lead. Defensive foul away from the ball. Looks to be a foul charge to Connor Morgan. And UBC will substitute him out to protect his foul count up to four. Only other player for UBC in foul trouble is A.J. Holloway with three. Inbound place outside to Manis and now Tenelian hands off to Richie. Cuts in between the double team, goes into the key, his finger roll layup is good. Had to put a lot of English on that ball because I didn't think it had enough power uh, to, uh, to get in over the rim, but it did. That cuts the Thunderbird lead down to 12. Jensen White left side drive, swing ball across to Andrek. Now Jalapur into the key, shoots up and under, but uh, short on the glass. Richie quickly driving back, and now the baseline feeds to Tenelian. He stepped out of bounds on the baseline. Spartans quickly back on offense there, and it looked like they were uh, going to be able to connect on that uh, bounce pass again. That seems to be a problem for the Thunderbirds to defend, but uh, couldn't get uh, the proper handle on it and uh, stepped on the line. Yeah, a much better start to this fourth quarter. They opened this quarter of play, leading by seven, and they've pushed that lead up to 12. And the bench scoring continuing to drive the Thunderbirds' uh, offensive game in this matchup. Uh, they're up to a spread of 31 points of their total 74 by players off the bench compared to only 13 from the Trinity Western bench. Yeah, and UBC again with uh, a very balanced effort offensively. We've got Holloway with 11 and Simon uh, with 11 for UBC. Uh, followed by Morgan and Jalalpur with 10 apiece. And lurking on the double-digit uh, cusp is uh, uh, Andrik, Will Andrik, and uh, Wagner. Andrik with 9 and Wagner with uh, 8 points. Yeah, David Wagner scored a couple of good passing plays connected to him by his fellow forward, Connor Morgan, so far this quarter. An interesting dynamic of a tall forwards making a passing play to each other from the outside down to the inside well uh, Connor Morgan uh, a, a great passing big man and he was able to find uh, uh, Wagner down in uh, inside a couple of times tonight Jensen White trying to make an entry pass into the key stolen by Tenelian but the steal right back by Jensen White as he had Dean Ritchie looking the wrong way for that uh, lead fast break pass David Wagner backing down against 
Hayashi, his left-handed finger will just short on the rim. Defensive rebound gathered by Tanelian, but he traveled trying to dribble out of a double team. Yeah, immediately after the miss there, uh, the rebound by uh, Tanelian, he was uh, uh, surrounded by Wagner and by Patrick Simon. Simon gathers the inbound pass. Now he kicks out to Jensen White. Moving the ball to his right to Andrik. Andrik, entry pass into Wagner. Spinning right hook off the catch right away. He hits that. And that'll put uh, Wagner into double digits as he's got 10 points now. Manis swinging the ball to his left to Tanilin. Shoots an extremely long three. Knocks it down. And an extremely accurate three, though. That was Trinity Western's eighth three-pointer this game. That closes the Thunderbirds' lead down to 11. Will Andrick dishing out to Jensen White. Left-hand drive around the top of the three-throw line makes the streaking left-handed finger roll layup. Nicely set up by the Thunderbirds there. They got the screen, and Jensen White just rolled right around it. There's a steal. Patrick Simon getting the ball loose to Jensen White. Forces up a shot. On the fast break, he draws a foul. You know, I wonder if that almost was a, uh, a passing play there off the, off the hoop. Contact was made. Jensen White uh, put the ball up to at least guarantee he'd be shooting free throws. Uh, but uh, it was actually a great pass to Jalal for. Came right off the, uh, the backboard right to him, and he put it in. Almost would have worked better for UBC if the referees didn't call a foul. It certainly, that would have been the best uh, scenario. But Jensen White's uh, fairly steady shooting free throws nonetheless. Second shot here to put UBC in the 80-point plateau. Through indeed to surge the home team in front by 15. Four minutes. 18 left to go in regulation time in the fourth quarter. Lucas Manis on a baseline drive against A.J. Holloway. Holloway calls it on the defensive foul. That's going to be four uh, fouls for A.J. Holloway. So uh, 4.15 remaining. Uh, it's not too much of a concern for the, uh, for the Thunderbirds, but he has been one of the best players on the court for UBC tonight. Yeah, big spurt of energy when he first substituted in in the first quarter. Uh, ran away with the, the scoring lead early up to nine points at the end of the first quarter. Free throws by Manis. Closes the UBC lead down to 13. Holloway swinging the ball to his right to Jalapur. Around the screen by Wagner. And he feeds Holloway on the right side. At the left block. David Wagner spinning to a right-hand hook, hits the side of the backboard. Shot clock expires, and it should have anyway, I think, because uh, David Wagner's hook shot did not touch the rim. Yeah, I guess that's the correct call, although it worked uh, against the favor of the UBC Thunderbirds as Jalalpur uh, picked up the, uh, the, ba- uh, the ball. I think the UBC bench is arguing that possession changed momentarily after the missed shot. Yeah, Kevin Hansen's going to want to talk to this uh, to the referees about this to try to uh, figure out what's uh, what's actually going on here because 
I really thought it should have been, well, might have been UBC ball. I think the bench is arguing for a momentary change of possession that should have reset the shot clock after the shot missed by Wagner, but I'm not sure it's really worth really contending all that hard when they're sitting on a 13-point lead. You know, it's like the uh, situation is foot in football. There was one play in the game today uh, where uh, a uh, Calgary receiver had the, uh, the ball in his hands and it was knocked away by a UBC Thunderbird uh, the question was whether or not it was a fumble or not. Did he have possession enough uh, to uh, uh, to say that it was a, a fumble? And the answer was no. The referees reviewed it and said uh, he did not have possession, so no fumble. And that took a turnover away from the Thunderbird football team. Turns out they didn't really need no. it. <laughs> they protected their lead in the second half just fine without it. Uh, I don't know. There was a couple of hairy moments there towards the end of the game. Uh, when uh, the Calgary Dinosaurs uh, uh, got close and uh, it, you know made it kind of tense for uh, for the Birds, but the, the Birds were able to uh, 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 force two fumbles towards the end of the game uh, that sealed the deal for them. Yeah, that was their first Hardy Cup Canada West Conference championship win in uh, since 1997, 18 years ago. Back to play, and they're out of the timeout as Spartans on possession. Dean Ritchie, a spin move, cut pass into the key. Mentor Hayashi draws a foul. Could be one of two players for the Thunderbirds, but I think uh, Jalalpur got the, the most contact. He's charged on his second personal foul. We were talking about the football earlier this uh, this evening here, and I didn't realize it was uh, so recent as 1997. I thought it was back in the 80s that the uh, uh, the Thunderbirds had uh, uh, won their last Hardy Cup and had gone on to uh, to Vanier. The second free throw here for Hayashi misses off the rim, and the T-Birds stay in front by the 13-point spread. Three minutes, 14 left to go in right fourth quarter regulation time. Double fouls charged by the referee against Kelvin Smith and Connor Morgan. Didn't really see what was happening there. My attention was focused more towards the ball. But uh, actually it's Hayashi who is picking up the foul, and that's going to be his uh, fifth and disqualifying foul. Uh, Van der Velden looks like he's standing by to replace the post board position that Hayashi will vacate. Yeah, Matthew, uh, looking a little perplexed there in the in the paint, saying, "What? What did I do?" And uh, I, I don't think he still has uh, a proper uh, answer to this. It's the uh, Trinity Western second team foul this quarter. And the UBC will inbound the next play from the baseline. So Hayashi fouling up for the second straight night. Holloway trying to spot an entry pass that's kicked away to the sideline by Dean Ritchie. 3.08 remaining in regulation time here in the fourth quarter. Holloway swinging the ball to his left Connor Morgan and now Phil Jalapur at the top of the arc. Has a screen set by Simon. 
Kick out past the Holloway. Cuts past Vanderveld in the high off balance. Teardrop shot and misses the rim. Dean Ritchie races the Spartans down the floor, feeds Manis, and he draws the foul on his way up to a layup attempt. A.J. Holloway attacking the basket uh, with uh, a great verve there. And uh, UBC has committed five uh, personal fouls, so that's going to put Trinity Western in the uh, bonus for the remainder of uh, this fourth quarter. Two minutes, 47 left on the clock. Let's see how much Never Say Die added to the Spartans can show here in the last couple minutes of time. Off well, they match their effort uh, of the start of the third quarter here, UBC could be in some deep doo-doo. Both free throws by Manus to close the lead down to 11. Jensen White here outside the left arc. Good crossover move to get away from Richie. Feeds Connor Morgan, his three-pointer. Too hard off the rim. Don't like that shot. I thought that uh, Jensen White should have just continued straight to the basket. Three-pointer from the left arc by Tanelian misses off target short on the rim. Jensen White, the left arc. Feeds Jalapur low on the block, and he makes the lay-in straight off the catch. Well, he tried to uh, double Jordan, and Jordan, realizing that he'd been doubled, found the open man. Bardina, the key is a layup that's left short by Ritchie. Defensive rebound and fast break UBC. Connor Morgan finishes the layup. Thunderbirds uh, continuing their good, uh, balanced effort, uh, now having uh, five players in double digits. Connor Morgan uh, making that layup to put himself up to a three-way tie for the team highest score. Actually make that six players in, uh, in double digits. We've got uh, three uh, 12 points, uh, Jensen White, Jalalpur, and Morgan. Simon has 11, as does Holloway, and 10 points for David Wagner. Yeah, that's a good job by the Thunderbirds team to spread their offensive contribution across multiple sources and very evenly balanced. And again, as we've spoken about uh, in uh, a number of uh, times, uh, uh, Thunderbirds, uh, their strength this season and the main advantage they have over their opponents is their, is their bench, the uh, ability of their bench to come in and be productive. Yeah, Phil Jalapur in particular has played a strong game. Uh, the starting point guard for the T-Birds has uh, reached his 12 points so far on 5 of 11 shooting from the field, including two three-pointers. And surprisingly, he has the current team high on rebounds at 8 Two more reboards and he can get into a double-double. Connor Ritchie. Entry pass into Vandervelden. He makes a spin move, right hand hook. Connor Morgan into the key and trying to bounce pass to reach David Wagner. And that's out of Wagner's reach. Minute 36 remaining in regulation time. UBC has a reasonably comfortable 13-point uh, lead. A minute and a half left in regulation time. Manis launching a three-pointer from the left arc. That's short on the front of the rim and out. 
absolutely no one there for the Spartans to rebound that miss, though. Spartans have shot uh, 23 three-pointers and hit eight of them in this game. Ball knocked out of bounds by Kelvin Smith. That pass uh, was intended for, ta uh, for Connor Morgan. Nine seconds left on the Thunderbird shot clock as Jalapur inbounds to Morgan. Back to Jalapur in the right corner. Shoots the three right away in and out of the rim. And the offensive rebound missed by Jalapur as he went up to the air trying to reach the ball off the rim. Thunderbelden catching the entry pass and he's collided into by Connor Morgan. He'll draw a foul. Tried a bit of a swooping hook there to, uh, to get that shot off, but uh, mostly that was just to make sure that he would be shooting uh, free throws. Defensive foul charge to A.J. Holloway. That's his fourth personal foul. Under a minute to play in the fourth quarter here in uh, UBC, just uh, playing out the string. They should be able to run their record to uh, to three and one, and then they got a couple of weeks on the road. At the left arc, a handoff play. Holloway to Jensen White around the screen set by Andrik, and now Andrik relaying the ball to Holloway. Cuts inside to the key, trying to dunk over Vandervelt, and he draws a foul after missing the dunk. Holloway has been quite consistent at the free throw line shooting today. Four for four at the charity stripe, missing that first one. And the second free throw, trying to get into a four-way tie for the team lead and scoring at 12 points. It's through indeed. Tanelian fouled from behind by Jalapur in a three-point attempt, and he's to the, going to the charity stripe for three shots. Barton Tanelian, the uh, second-year guard out of White Rock, uh, has been the Spartans' leading scorer so far. Up to 18 points now, 19 and 20 on the first two free throws. 30 seconds left in regulation time. All three free throws converted by Tenelian, the only player in the 20-point scoring plateau. At the right side, Jalapur, double-teamed, gets the ball free to Holloway. Teardrop on the run from the free throw line. Misses short and rebound down to Smith. Five seconds left in time. Smith, a long lead pass to the left side corner. Too far ahead for Tenelian. And the Trinity Western turnover will be the uh, last play of the game as the Thunderbirds inbound to run out the clock. 85-75 victorious to sweep Trinity Western in this two-game series. Well, not without uh, several ups and downs, uh, but uh, the Thunderbirds came away with a, a solid victory this evening, uh, sweeping their series against Trinity Western. 
Uh, their record is now 3-1, uh, and one, and as I mentioned just a moment ago, uh, they head off on the road for two weeks. They're going to be playing in Saskatchewan and uh, Calgary, uh, both pretty tough opponents, and especially when, they're, when you're in their own house. Yeah, Trinity Western, meanwhile, also on to the road travel in the Prairies. They'll battle the Winnipeg Westmen in Winnipeg next week, Friday and Saturday as well. Still in search of their first win in conference play. Do we have uh, some of the other scores from out of town? Uh, we'll check updates on that. Uh, we can report a final score in from Kelowna as well. Okanagan Heat, 78-57 victors over Northern BC. And late in the fourth quarter, Victoria Vikes leading the Saskatchewan Huskies, 75-67. Uh, final score in from Abbotsford Cascades. Uh, dominating the McEwen Griffins 97-56. So a good victory for the UBC Thunderbirds tonight as uh, they come up with a, a balanced effort, uh, a number of uh, players in double figures uh, uh, for the team. Uh, points in the paint 48-30 to 30 in favor of uh, UBC. Uh, the bench points 32-16 to 16 in favor of the uh, of the Thunderbirds. So uh, all in all, a uh, pretty good effort, but uh, yeah, uh, really, uh, really rocky starts uh, to the first and second halves. Yeah, the Thunderbirds fight off uh, a few streaks of cold shooting to outlast the Spartans and come away with the two-game weekend sweep. And as you said, Doug, up next for UBC, they're onto the road for two straight weeks of conference play. Uh, battling teams in the prairies. Yeah, well, we don't see them back here until uh, Lethbridge visits uh, on the first weekend in uh, in January. So uh, I guess uh, if we're going to want to watch the, the Thunderbirds play, we're going to have to do it on Canada West TV. All right, that does it for our coverage of Canada West Conference basketball tonight from War Memorial Gym, both women's and men's teams for UBC Victorious over Trinity Western for our entire CRTR sports team tonight. Uh, on behalf of Leo Quello, Olmeet Olenai, and our basketball analyst Doug Richards, I'm Jason Wang. Good night from Vancouver. Has mental illness or addiction touched your life? You might be interested in coming out to the Kaleidoscope, UBC's first and only student-created, peer-run mental health support group at the university's Vancouver campus. They offer a stigma-free place for people to share their stories with others going through similar experiences. The Kaleidoscope meets every week on Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. at the Center for Student Involvement in Brock Hall. Learn more at the-kaleidoscope.com. So sad. Oh, nothing really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. One, two, three, four. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show, Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, commentary. Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then.
do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent of You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Mark your calendars. Discorder Magazine's fall fundraiser is around the corner. Wander out of your multi-week post-Halloween stupor and directly into the Astoria this November 19th for live performances by Revered, TV Ugly, Mesa Luna, and Late Spring. DJ Danny Vancouver will have all night sets in between the bands. With doors opening at 8, tickets are only $5 at the door before 10pm and $10 after. Proceeds go towards supporting Vancouver's longest-running independent music magazine. Discorder needs your help to stay in print, so come on up for a night of sweet tunes and keep alt coverage of Vancouver and Canadian music, arts, and culture alive. Visit www.discorder.ca for all the details. Friday, November 20th at 7 p.m., come on down to Horse Records on East Hastings for Morning Coo's release party for her debut album, Baby Blue, featuring special performances by Tough Customer and Number 213. Tickets are by donation, with all proceeds going to the Downtown Eastside Women's Center. Check out Morning Coo on Facebook for more information. Why did you Why did you eat the whole thing? Hi. You snuck in my room and got him and shut the door because I told you not to eat anymore. Why'd you eat so many? I love M&M's. I know you love M&M's, but now you're going to have a tummy ache. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. When I have a rumbly in my tummy, the only thing that makes me feel better is listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here, uh... God, oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Oh. Everybody... God, this is awful. When I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up... Oh. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really topping the charts, pick up a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? <laughs> when you join Balloon Club, we guarantee that you will be able to make a balloon poodle within the first day. Here at the UBC Ant Club, we just like to talk about ants and compare ant farms. Uh, it's really cool. Paperclip Club is all about, well, paperclips mostly. At Blah Club, you can blah blah, blah 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 blah. Explosion. 
there's only one club worth joining at UBC, and that's CITR 101.9 FM. We got free tickets to shows, whirly pops, professional help, and all types of audio engineering, passes to festivals, crazy parties, live band swag. All types of crazy people. Our programming manager rides a motorcycle. There's freestyle rapping, Nardwar, the human serviette, the vinyl and record libraries, Discord or magazine, free studio recording, and it sure beats the hell out of Paperclip Club, which is a thing that I just made up because I work at CITR. So come check us out on the top floor of the Student Union Building. We got all types of crazy shit for you to do. Or check us out online at www.citr.ca. Ponderosa Festival presents Let's Build a House, a fundraiser for the victims of the Rock Creek Wildfire on Saturday, November 14th at the Imperial on Main. With live performances by Kutapira, Leo, Dirty Spells, Andrew Judah, Mark Mills, and the Gay 90s. Help us raise $10,000 to rebuild a house for one of the families that was hit the hardest by the fire. Doors open at 8. Admission is by $20 suggested donation. For more information, visit us at ponderosafestival.com. Every second Wednesday of the month from 6 to 9 is Women in Korea Night at the Bike Kitchen. Bring your bike and give it some love in this safe and positive space for anyone who identifies as female or queer. Come learn how to fix your own bike with the help of a female or queer-identified mechanic and volunteers. Plus, there's free pizza. Visit bikecoop.ca for more information. You've been troubled. You've been broke. You've been hungry. No job, no money. The one you love is the deserted you. That makes you blue. Got the blues? Just want to hear some blues? Tune in every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 for Code Blue. Right here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. www.citr.ca. Code Blue. Blues ain't nothing but a man, good man feeling bad, no how, that's all that is. I faced it. I have Alzheimer's disease. My diagnosis has let me get on with my life my way. The more we learned about my grandfather's dementia, the more we could face the future and make plans. My husband Tom and I spoke to our doctor right away. I have Alzheimer's, but it doesn't have me. I faced it. So can you. For more information about early diagnosis, visit alzheimer.ca. Canadians are being bought and sold. We can no longer ignore this reality. Each of the 27 million human trafficking victims around the globe has a unique story. 80% of victims are women. 50% are children. This is not only a global injustice but a local reality. It is happening right now in my community. We are asking you to take action today. Visit endexploitation.com. Get informed and take action. British anti-slavery leader William Wilberforce once said, Having heard all this, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. Only question now is what will you do? 
Join us and help eliminate human slavery in Canada. Thanks to sky-high gas prices, we can convince America that more drilling is the answer. High gas prices? Drill more. Prices still high? Try drilling in a wildlife refuge. We're off a nice beach. Our traditional energy resources are limited. Luckily, it's easy for students like you to conserve energy. Woke up late for class? Buy some time in the morning by taking a shorter shower. Cut down by one minute every day and save enough to fund your daily caffeine fix for over a week. Plus, you save on electricity and water. Install a water-saving showerhead to save even more. For more energy-saving tips, go to www.bchydro.com. This message brought to you by BC Hydro and CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Why did you Why did you eat the whole thing? Hi. You snuck in my room and got them and shut the door because I told you not to eat anymore. Why did you eat so many? I love M&M. I know you love M&Ms, but now you're going to have a tummy ache. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. When I have a rumbly in my tummy. The only thing that makes me feel better is listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Welcome to UBC Insiders On Air for the week of November 13th, 2015, the show that brings you incisive commentary, interviews, analysis, and the best informed rumor mill around on UBC campus life and politics. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. My name is Neil Janssen. And I'm Mayan Kreitzman. You can always check out our website, ubcinsiders.ca, for written versions of some of what we talk about on air, and an awesome archive full of eight years of breaking stories and busting balls all over the the university. On today's show, it's just Neil and I for the weekly roundup. In the second segment, we'll have an interview with two reporters from the Globe and Mail, Simona Chiozzi and Francis Bula, to get their take on UBC from an outsider's perspective. And as per usual, we'll debrief and wrap up. So this week, Neil, it's just the two of us for news briefs. That's fine. There was almost no interesting news that came out this week anyhow. So last week, we actually tried to talk about Thrive Week, but failed utterly because we had nothing interesting to say about it. But anyway, Thrive Week happened. It's a thing. It seems like a nice thing. But we're not the only media outlet on campus. And uh, and there's one in particular called Her Campus that seemed to go very, very deep on Thrive Week, including six people reviewing, I think, every single event that they did. Whoa. What is her campus? I'm not aware of this. I'm not sure either. They've been fairly active this year, and I think it's meant to be a blog network so that there's a a mini site at various universities trying to present whatever's happening at that local university from a female student's perspective. That actually sounds kind of good, but the one article that Neil linked me to was like about the coffee and apples that were distributed, so I'm just like... Shrug. Anyways. They also reviewed the book display (laughs) and also the walking tours. The thing about us is that we have nothing to say about things that are nice, right? We're just like, can't. There is a felting workshop. Well, maybe I can be a bit snarky about the felting workshop. Anyways, moving on. So there's an interesting story in the UBC about bringing more refugee students to campus. 
And this is coming out of the whole Syrian refugee situation, although it's not exclusively for Syrian refugees. It's essentially an effort to raise a student fee that already exists from $2.60 a 